Starks, the Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show, featuring Dan Harsha and Dan Allman. This week's show, we're highlighting the latest in music, life, and we culture. Different yo, 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 it's Dan Harsha, and this is the Guitar Gurus, and with me always is... Dan Alban here. Hey, bud. How you doing tonight? Man, once again, we are doing it. I am happy to be here. Loving it, loving it, loving it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. It's STP night. That's Ooh. what's up, man. That's right. Little Stone Temple Palo. Dude, the snare on this album is just insane. Oh, it's, it's gross. It's gross. It, it, dude, it's nasty, dude. Whoever did that job, man, was on point, dude. Damn right. Wow, dude. So it's been quite a week since last week. Dude, it's, it's, I, I hate to keep saying dude so much, but it really has. Uh, the reception is still coming in strong. Very excited about it. Everybody's excited. I'm happy. I know you're happy. Oh, yeah, man. I'm ecstatic, man. I'm, I'm ready to go do daily shows, but I know we got small <laughs> stepping stones, small stepping stones. But, yeah. man, I... Yeah, I'm all about it, man. It's hard real to, cool. Hard to do this every day right now. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> man, it's a lot of work. But we turn one episode a week, so. Yeah, even that's that's tricky enough as it is. Yeah, it's a lot of work, but I'm all about it. So it's cool, man. It's real cool. Um, amazing response from last week's show. I can't thank the listeners, the audience enough for that. It was a great episode last week. Had four great guests, four tremendous guests, really. Um, they came on, talked, told their story, and it was awesome. So, last week's show, it was awesome. It was a success. But we got this week's show. And this week's show, not to be short, we got five guests tonight. <laughs> I got five on it. Yeah, five. And not just any five guests. I mean, we got an amazing list of guests tonight, man. It's pretty cool. It's impressive. Absolutely impressive. I'll I'll definitely let you introduce the first guest. This is your guy. (laughs) Well, you know, uh, yeah, this this guy is amazing. Our first guest tonight is going to be Dino Monoxilis, who is just known as the Ampeg guy, which to have a title like that, that's a pretty impressive title to have. Oh, yeah, man. To be known like that. Uh, I cannot wait to talk with him. He is an awesome dude, very, very intelligent, just personable. He's going to be great. Yeah, man, him, it was definitely cool for him to agree to come on the show. I worked the phones, made some calls, and, and he came through big time for us, man. Yeah. And it, it's really rad because not only is he a bass player extraordinaire, I mean, he's an author. Um, what do you got to say about that, Dan? That's cool. <laughs> like I said, he's very intelligent. <laughs> yeah, man. It's uh, this is a good get, and um, and we have redesigned the show tonight just a little bit to squeeze him in because it was a last minute um thing that came through for us. So we, it came through during the pre-production. I know everybody thinks it's not. It was last minute in my world. I'll say it like that in, in planning everything, but. I made room for Dino because Dino's good dude, man, and um, great dude. Yeah, it's all good, but we got him. Who do we got after that? Oh, we got Aaron Altieri from the band Trilogy. Yeah, yeah, it's a, uh, it's what Southern Maryland's coveted party band, man. They're cool. They're very cool. Yeah, um, I've been fortunate to see them play a couple times over the years, and they're top shelf cover band, man. And they got they had their own flair to them, though. 
it's cool. It's real cool, and I'm happy for those guys. So we got him coming on. He's going to tell us about the band. We'll dive a little deep into him. Um, I used to work with him up at the guitar shop in Waldorf, so he's a good dude from the old days with me. So Great. it's a good get. Good get. Great. And then our third guest is a longtime friend, Bob Richards. Cool buddy Bobby. Cool buddy Bobby. Let's tell the audience about Bobby. <laughs> and it's um, Let's not it, tell them everything. Well, no, 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 no. But cool buddy Bobby is a professional lawyer during the day and a professional wrestling expert at night. <laughs> Seriously. Um, I remember growing up as a kid with Bobby, and we would all trade wrestling magazines with each other back then. Oh, yeah. And I learned a lot about wrestling from Bobby as a kid. So he's yeah. still doing it and checking out the circuit that comes through Southern Maryland regularly. That's why we're doing this segment anyway. It's going to be wild having a professional wrestling expert on the show. Yeah, man. We're going to get into the wrestling. Yeah, the wrestling, man. Definitely, dude. And it's, it means a lot, man. It's kind of cool to see it come full circle with cool yeah. buddy Bobby. Yeah, it's, it's cool that he still loves it. Yeah. yeah. You know. That's what I'm saying. And it's a part of the culture of Southern Maryland. Right. Because they come through regularly. Yes. Um, he's going to get into all that and let everybody know the, the schedule. So it's kind of cool. All Let's right. See what happens. So we're going to talk to Bobby. And then uh, who else do we got after that? All right. Uh, the fourth guest tonight is going to be uh, Tony Wolf. Tony Wolf is a guitarist for the Robbie Booth Band, and he also does some solo work, too. Nice. So he's pretty well-known in the Southern Maryland circuit of musicians, and Indeed. definitely a good guy to have on the show. Totally top-shelf dude, and I, I can't wait to talk to him, too. Yep. And then to bring up the, the final guest of the night, the fifth guest, is uh, the one and only Jack McNutt. From um, He's the guitarist in a band called A Year Too Late. And he also, he's uh, sales at Island Music in La Plata, Maryland. Yeah, it was nice to see that he's back. back yeah, in the area. so we got some questions for him. We're going to get some answers, and we're going to put all the rumors to uh, to bed about why he went to Ohio and came back to Maryland. So we'll let nice. we'll let him tell his story about that. Good. So that's going to be a cool, cool show. So we got a big one on tap, fellas. Wow, it's insane, man. Just gear up and get ready to just enjoy this one right enjoy this show because next week with the holidays we're going to take the week off because we both have conflicting schedules and won't be be able to do enough time to do the show right so we're going to take a pass next week celebrate the holidays and then hit it back the following week for after new years yeah yeah you know you all understand what time of year this is you know this is important to spend time with with your family and your loved ones and um, it's okay to take the time to do that. You should take the time to do that. Cool. Yeah. So. So with that being said, we've got. We got a couple announcements to make. Big news for the new year. Yeah, big. We got big news for the new year coming up. It could lead to some things. Um, in the beginning phases, it's a tease for for next week's episode or the the new year's episode. It's definitely a tease for that. But what I will give the audience and the listeners now is. Um, the name and the name of the next the one of the guests in that New Year's show, and what we've done is, as I've known when we started the show, I wanted to have a a show guitar tech, like an official guy I can call. I don't need to randomly call a bunch of techs around and try to get answers or something. So I wanted one official tech for the show, and I did find him. His name's David Thompson. He is the owner of TFP Custom Guitars. 
He's also the head tech at Island Music in La Plata. He's agreed to be the show's official guitar tech, and we have an exclusive interview with him on the New Year's show. Big announcement, big news. We're happy to have him. We're very pleased to have him. Right, and then um, we have a bunch of other guests planned for the New Year. Um, We're booking big time fast, so I suggest all the local bands that are listening, please contact us. Um, with a direct message through Facebook and we will respond back and get you booked in. Yeah, because we're here to promote shows for you. I would just that's what we that's what we're here for. Yeah, promote shows and then um if you got an interesting story about the band, we'd love to have you on and talk to you for a couple minutes about it. I think it'd be cool. Absolutely. Like I said last week's episode, we need you more than you need us. <laughs> that's right. We man. just need to be, work together. Right. Let's get you pushed out, man. Hit us up. We're, we would love to just get the exposure out to everybody. Right. And then stay tuned next week, though, during the week on Facebook. We will post up the full show schedule for the New Year's show. That way you can make plans to check it out. Good idea. Yeah, We're definitely. actually getting organized. Yeah. <laughs> Got to get organized, man. Got to keep it organized. And I love saying the word yeah, so you will hear that word a lot. Yeah. He's going to do yeah. 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 See? It's yeah. So if anybody ever sees me out and about, just walk up to me and go yeah. And then that way I know you're cool. Yeah, but you have to kick, kick your right foot up and hold your left hand up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's awesome. Go. So definitely. So that's if you, cool. If you see me out. Buy me a beer. We're good there. (laughs) That's what's up. (laughs) Wow. So I think we should take a quick break, come back, um, and get Dino on the phone and start the the interview off with him. What do you think, Dan? Oh, I mean, I'm so excited to talk with him. I just, you know, Christmas is next week, but having him on tonight feels like it's Christmas already. That's right. It's our special Christmas guest. Yeah. 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 See, there says, it is, man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's right, man. That's that's how cool of a guest Dino's going to be, yeah, man. This, it deserves a yeah. This so. is super exciting for me. I'm a I'm a fanboy. Hey, <laughs> trust me, that's the guy you want to be a fanboy of, man, because he knows what's up with the bass guitar. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to cut out of here, take a break, and then we'll bring back, come back, and bring Dino on. This guitar gurus with Dan and Dan. Broadcasting from our 100 gigawatt radio internet thing that plugs into something else. It's WTUR, the Guitar Gurus. We see each other through different eyes. We're back. This is the Guitar Gurus with Dan and Dan. All right. Yeah, it's good to be back. Let's get our first guest on the line. So excited to have him on. It is Dino Monoxilis. He is an accomplished author teacher, bass player, you name it, there's not much this guy can't do. Uh, He's known as the Ampeg guy, he's written several books, he has taught several classes, just to give you a little background on him. So let's go ahead and get him on and let's pick his brain. Yeah, let me dial it up old school radio style on the phone. Yeah. He will. Dino, it's Dan from the Guitar Gurus. You want to go on the air? Yeah, of course. Awesome. Dino, 
thank you for coming to calling in tonight, man. It's awesome. I, I'm just so excited, and I'm not even. And I'm 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 a big fan, but my co-host Dan Alvin, he's even a bigger fan. Dan, take it from here, buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's amped up, uh, Dino. He's 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 excited as, as well as I am. <laughs> I was gonna say he sounds he sounds excited tonight. This yeah, is awesome. It's his, he's at a different level, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Well, first of all, I want to say thank you very much for your time. It's it's gracious of you, and we really appreciate that. I know uh, uh, time constraints are strenuous around this time of year, so we appreciate you. And uh, if I could uh, just talk for one quick second, um, I had the pleasure of, of well, me and Dan both of meeting you last year. You were doing a clinic down in our area down here at Island for uh, Ampeg, and. It was awesome. It was there was so much to learn from sitting down with you for a couple hours, and uh, I was lucky enough to walk away with a uh, classic analog pedal out of that. So <laughs> <laughs> that's right, which works out great for me because I I use the Ampeg uh, Portaflex when I play, and uh, where I rehearse, I don't have my gear, but me having that pedal in my chain makes me feel at home, and that's the beauty of that pedal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if I can ask you, um, if you don't mind, so who were some of your most influential artists that that helped you come along that you wanted made you want to play? Oh man, uh, it, we 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 could do we could do an in, uh, a whole segment just on that. But you know, my I you you guys are gonna laugh, but I I credit Gene Simmons as being like I remember seeing Kiss on. The um, not Don Kirshner's, but the the Paul Lind Halloween special. Wow, I remember that. And, and and from that moment on, it was like you know you, you hear about the old, older folks, you know, seeing the Beatles for the first time on on Ed Sullivan. Well, that was my Beatles moment. Wow. Um, I don't Gene play anything Simmons. like Gene Simmons or sound <laughs> anything like Gene, but he's the one that really made me want to pick up a bass. And then from there, it was you know, it was guys like Tom Hamilton from Aerosmith. And, yeah. Geezer Butler from from Black Sabbath and John Paul Jones from Led Zeppelin. Mm. I mean, you know, anybody that you just kind of pick up a bass and you try and emulate, they're going to have an influence on you. Yeah, and and JPJ was a big influence on me as well. Um, Now I got to ask you, Tom Hamilton, that's because those guys are from up your way, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. They're, um, you know, they're from the Boston area. Right now, I live in southern New Hampshire, and uh, I actually had had the opportunity to meet Tom Hamilton for the first time a couple of months ago uh, at Berkeley College of Music. He was there doing like a guest spot and they invited me down to come and, and hang out. And uh, I was starstruck. <laughs> at, even even at 51 years old, man, I just like, I, I was a bubbling idiot talking to, to one of my heroes, you know? <laughs> I don't feel bad being excited on the first go around introducing you then. <laughs> yeah, I bet you Tom Hamilton's cool as hell, man. <laughs> very laid back, very cool. Um, you know, and I mean, he wrote he wrote some of those iconic bass riffs, man. Mm-hmm. You know, Sweet Emotion. And, uh, and he actually he contributed a lot of the songwriting to a lot of those songs as well. So, yeah, he's just, just a really cool dude, you know. That's very cool. Now, can I ask you a, a question that might be off topic a little bit? Uh, with Ampeg, have you no. have you met Getty Lee? 
You know, I have not. Oh. And, and it's funny because he, you know, in my later years, like when I started to get into progressive rock and stuff like that, Getty was obviously one of my biggest influences. And I actually, I went on to, I wrote a, an odd meter bass method book um, years after, and I dedicated it to the guys in Rush. And I dedicated it to a lot of, you know, a lot of my influences in that style of music. And I've been trying to get him a copy of this book for I don't know how long. And, um, you know, one of these days I'll either meet him or I'll, I will know somebody that knows Getty that I can pass this book along to and say, can you just drop this on his desk and just tell him I said thank you? So what, <laughs> so what you're saying is his new book, uh, he didn't interview you in that book? No, he didn't interview me in that book. <laughs> Man. I know it, huh? <laughs> so, I'm, I'm, I'm dying to see it though I hear it's pretty pretty cool it's impressive he's going to do a tour I'm going to probably drive up to Jersey just so I can see him and get it signed you know that's how much of a fan I am yeah I mean, it's going to cool. take a lot to drive to Jersey <laughs> <laughs> alright so um, I appreciate that and so you're known as the Ampeg guy, which is impressive. That's an impressive title to be known as that guy. And uh, I mean, I've listened to you and I know there's no one who knows more about the history of Ampeg than you do. You are on top of it. Now, oh, man. are you um, able to tell us about the Yamaha Ampeg uh, deal together? Because I know Dan Harsha hears it. He really wants to know about that. If you yeah, I, I'm yeah. the merch nerd He's of the a merch show. Nerd. He so, wants to know about and it. I love the business aspect of the music, the retail music industry. So, if you yeah. can elaborate, what's going on in your world? How's that? Is your role the same? Are they? Are, did they have plans for Ampeg? Because Yamaha's a big brand. So, oh man! So tell us what's it's, going on, if you don't mind. No, not at all. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you at least what I know. Okay. Cool. <laughs> and and, and and in some cases, they they just keep me in the dark because they 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 know as soon as I know, I'm going to go out and blab about it anyways. But um, you know, so as as a lot of us all know, um, Yamaha purchased Ampeg from Loud Technologies back in it was roughly like May. I think the, the sale was final in June of this past year, and um, you know, for the about the 15 years prior to that, Loud. Technologies owned it. That's the same parent company that owned owned Mackie. Um, and that was, you know, that was that was a great relationship for the longest time. But you know, Mackie, even even Mackie and Loud Technologies realized, you know, we're a pro audio company and we own a bass amp company. And you know, it, it's got to the point where it's like, all right, we either need to figure out what we're going to do next with Ampeg, or we need to we need to pass it on to a company that's going to take it where it needs to go um and yamaha you know it yamaha stepped up to the plate man i gotta tell you you know it's um first of all they're a guitar company now in case nobody realizes this yamaha purchased line six about five or six years ago i might be might even be less than that um and they formed just recently now that they purchased ampeg Yamaha started this new division of Yamaha called the Yamaha Guitar Group. And what that encompasses is Ampeg bass amps, Yamaha guitars, and Line 6 guitar amps. 
So it's Yamaha, or excuse me, Ampeg for the first time in 15, 16 years now is back in the hands of a guitar amp company, which is really cool. Um, so that's, you know, and, and right, you know, the last, since they purchased it, you know, the main goal has been really just to not mess things up and not screw things up and, and keep everything running the way it has been running. Because, you know, we, there's, there's a lot of fans of Ampeg out there that in a lot of ways have a certain ownership to the brand themselves. You know, so that the one thing we didn't want to do was, or the one thing that Yamaha didn't want to do was step in and say, okay, we're Yamaha and we're going to run this totally the way that we think it should be run. Um, they kind of stepped in and said, you know what, we bought this brand because it's been doing what it's been doing and it's been doing it for so long so well we're going to let it continue doing what it's doing and we're going to fix some things here and there as they need to be fixed but for the most part man they have been absolutely fantastic in just in in keeping the, the artists happy keeping the customers happy um, keeping me happy <laughs> which you know as, as an employee I'm, I'm i'm flattered that they um that they brought me along with this and they you know they they called on me to help them through this transition it's been fantastic been absolutely fantastic that's awesome to hear and definitely in the modern age of economies with um, companies buying companies and you hear horror stories of um like people getting fired and, and companies getting gutted so it's always good to hear a good story about a company coming through and actually taking care of an employee so thank yeah. you for that candid answer man that's awesome to hear yeah you know, it's it's really I, I I gotta tell you as as much you know I have the utmost respect for my former employees. Loud, they've been fantastic to me over the 15 years and St. Louis music before that. But um, I gotta tell you, man, looking at the landscape of um, and not to get too geeky and nerdy on on gear, but right. Ampeg at this point is poised to do so many different things with the relationship with Yamaha, the relationship with Line 6, and the technology that exists. And, I mean, it just sitting down and looking at it, it's like, man, there's not many other bass companies that have this potential laid out in front of them that we can do. And it's it's really exciting to, to see what's going to happen in the next few years. It really is. Hearing you say that's making me get excited too, man, because I, like I said, I, I love music. I'm a musician. I'm in a band. I do the deal. Um, I get juiced up for all the gear because growing up as a musician myself, I grew up with two brothers and we all played and we all traded instruments. And it was yep. just the greatest upbringing I've ever had. And I can't think of a mom enough for it, but I'm, I'm geeked, up, geeked up to see what, where Ampeg goes because I, I love the, the the bass sound. I mean, that yeah. clinic that night, man, that was like bass geek overload. And it was just, it was like, it was so awesome, man. And then you're so gracious and so approachable and you're willing to talk to people about it. And and even I saw you talk to the little, the, one of the little up and coming guys there and he won that one pedal and you're like, here, man, you're going to take it. You're going to do this and that. And you're yeah. like, I mean, that's, that, that's the touch that makes 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 everything so worth it and and that that's your first class all the way dino and i, and uh, I say thank you for yeah that. the thing that uh, impressed me was when you brought that little guy up there and you let him get on your lakeland you yeah. gave him your base and yeah. you showed it i mean 
Think about it. 30 years from now, he's going to go, I'm still playing because of that. Exactly. Well, that's, you know, it's, um, it's, uh, it's the reason why we do this. It's the reason why I do it. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm just gracious and grateful and blessed to be able to make a living doing this. And, um, you know, it's just my way of saying thanks to everybody. It really is. Well, these two guys say you're welcome, and, and it's mutually, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> no, we say thank you. We don't say you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, you're very, you're very welcome. Right, right, right. Let's, right, get right. right. Let's get this uh, right. It's my, my pleasure. It's absolutely, it's, it's. It, I consider it a, pri- a privilege to be able to do what I do and and uh, and get out there and do clinics. I that's my that's the most enjoyable part about my gig is going out and doing these master classes and clinics and talking to people and just hanging out. We, I get paid to hang out in the music store. How cool is that? That is very cool. Very cool, man. Coming <laughs> you know? from a guy that that worked at one full time, I know exactly what that means. Yeah, yeah. Now, can I uh, can I ask you what your uh, current uh, setup is and your signal chain and what you're yeah. taking out on the road. Yeah, absolutely. So, car, my my main rig right now is um, I'm really digging the the V4B, the the hundred watt all two base amp that we do. Um, that thing is just you know it's 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 I, I want to say SVT tone. But it's only 100 watts, so it's about a half the weight of an SVT. I was going to say, what is um, the way? <laughs> my roadie skipped out on me many years ago. Uh, <laughs> so, so I carry my own gear as it is. Um, and I'll carry an SVT whenever I get a chance. But my main rig is the V4 and then a couple um, single 12 cabinets. Um, and then when I, for even smaller gigs... I'll sub out that V4B with one of those little micro CLs, the little 150 watt solid state has. Those things are killer too. Wow, um, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. I have a small pedal board that um, I've got a. Uh, I use a wireless system, uh, and that goes into a Zoom, one of those Zoom B3 effects processors. Okay, I know that. I know that one. Yeah, and I, really the only thing I'm using on that is just some of the synth sounds because the band that I'm playing with, um, it's like it's basically a, a female country rock band and, and we do some dance tunes too where they want that, that synth sound. So I use that for the synth sounds. Um, and then that goes DI out the front of house. It's really simple, really very simple rig. So you're using the, uh, the are you using the scrambler in your chain or... Um, it is on the board and I do use it for certain things but for this particular gig not as much because I don't I'm I'm looking for more of a clean sound than a a dirty gritty sound that you get with the scrambler but I do use the classic pedal um, because that actually feeds my in-ears because I do we we all we're all on in-ears as well and um, I like using the classic to warm up the signal going to my in-ears very good. Okay, well, I appreciate you letting us uh, 
you know, giving you the insight on how you, you run your stuff. I appreciate that. Yeah, for all yeah. the guys listening, you know, that's, you know, you're hearing from a pro that's been in the game longer than you've probably been alive. So, you know, <laughs> listen to it. Hold on. He's, he, come on. Hey, don't, he's still come young. on now. Don't date me like that. Yeah. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's still young. He's only six years older than I am. Come on, man. <laughs> good, but. good, good form, good form. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, real quick, if I could ask you, what is your best advice for the next generation of up-and-coming players, if you could give them a, a sage word? or Oh, man. Um, it, I, I, I would have to say learn to sing and learn to play and sing. Um, I, I, yeah, it, I get called for so many gigs and a lot of them require me to sing backups or in some cases to sing lead <clears throat> and I just don't have a good singing voice or at least I don't I don't think I have a good singing voice so I've always been afraid of, of singing into a mic um, don't be afraid of singing you know just take it head on don't be afraid of it build up your voice learn how to play and sing at the same time and um, and you do that you'll you will work all the time you will even if you're you know even if you're just doing a solo act that doing backing tracks playing bass and singing you'll work all the time that would be cool to have a solo bass act yeah singing with the bass that's a great idea yeah i want to see how much of a crowd i can fall down here doing that (laughs) i I, I envy guys like, you know, you go see Getty Lee or Paul McCartney or, I, I mean, a, a, even a lot of local guys around here, they sing and play. And when somebody calls me for for a gig that requires a lot of vocals, I'll pass on it. I'll say, well, call so-and-so because that's his gig. You know, that's that's the guy you want for the gig. And that's so. a sign of a, that's a professional. When you can pass it to the right guy and get the right people into the right situation, that's... Yeah. that's first class and that's professionalism you know it's i I would expect the same thing you know if 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 somebody needs you know an odd meter greek style bass playing guy (laughs) that they would refer me to the gig instead (laughs) lordy 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 (laughs) if i ever need one i'm calling you you know that there you go Good deal. Hey, Dina, so I got one more for you, then we'll let you get back to what you're doing. And, like, again, we appreciate you making time for us tonight. Right on, anytime. So this is my signature interview question. It's called Best Gig, Worst Gig. You can answer the question in any order you want, but you have to answer both. What do you got for us? (laughs) I got to answer both, huh? Yes, sir. Yep. That's the All right. Um... I always like to think, oh boy, I always like to think my last gig was my best gig, and that was probably this past Saturday, um, just because I gig every weekend when I'm home, so, I, I, yeah, like I said, I always think my last gig is my best gig, but more realistically, um, boy, oh boy. <laughs> it's a hard one. It is a hard one, because um, there's so many great memories of right. gigs. Um, and, and the two that I have two favorite gigs that come to mind there's one gig that I do every year in Southern California out at Pepperdine University and it's, it's, it's like a theater gig that they call me for every year and I go out there I've been doing this gig for 25 some odd years now 
And it's wow. basically, it's a pit gig. You sit in the pit and you read music and you play to all these musical uh, musical sketches. It's a ton of fun. Oh, wow. Um, so it's either that or we just played this past summer for a NASCAR gig up here at Loud uh, Motor Speedway. And um, there was probably a couple of thousand people out in the audience. You know, just a bunch of a bunch of partying NASCAR fans playing, yeah. you know, playing country music to them. That that was a lot of fun too. That I remember that vividly. Um, worst gig, man. Yeah, you don't. You, We're I, sorry to do this to you, man. You, no, no, no. I know no. you got a good um, horror story somewhere. Yeah, you know, and and again, it's like, man, I, you know. We play music for a living. It can't be that bad. But um, <laughs> I, I'd have to say my worst gig was um, I, I, I was living in Southern California and I was playing for a blues guitarist who shall re, re, remain nameless. But um, it was a gig in a laundromat. And we just kind of set up in the corner and played for all these people that were coming and going as they were doing their laundry. Did they keep the quarters for themselves for laundry? Did they actually throw them in the uh, open cases and throw some tips? Oh yeah, no, no, no. We didn't. I don't even think. I don't even think we got free laundry out you of that have, one. You I think it was the police, a, the police came, told you to get out. Gigs. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I assume yeah. this wasn't Eric Clapton then, right? No, it was not Eric Clapton. <laughs> no, unfortunately, it wasn't. And and I mean, I'm still friends with the kid to this day. You know, we we talk on Facebook, nice. but um, yeah. And that I mean, even that, I can't say it was that bad. You know, but it was just one of those gigs where it's like, you know, you halfway through the gig, you're just kind of standing there going, asking yourself, what am I doing here? Yeah, <laughs> like. Nobody's listening. Nobody cares. Nobody's applauding. But you, you know, you, you want to play so badly that you'll do anything. Well, that's just it. Yeah, man. You know, it, it, I was new, new to Southern California too. I had just moved out there, and I was a student at MI. And um, yeah, you just want you take you know. So to get back to your original question there, or one of the questions earlier, as far as advice, don't ever say no to a gig. Take yes. every possible gig you can possibly take. Because in some way or another, it's going to shape you into the player that you're going to be in the future. Perfect advice. That's awesome yeah. to hear. Yeah. Wow. Well, Dino, man, thank you so much for coming on. We really do appreciate it. And like I said, next time you come through town, I'm taking <laughs> you to dinner. And you know where we're going. You the know gurus. where we're going. The gurus yep. are taking you to both you're the dance. We're taking you to dinner, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sound no, good? been my absolute pleasure guys thank you for yes. inviting me on no problem man and I'll, we'll follow up with you in the email in a couple weeks and see how you everything's going in your world okay absolutely absolutely thanks we'd, guys we'd love to have you on again next year coming up if that's okay with you after anytime you All just right. let me know well you enjoy your holidays and your new year and best to you we appreciate you thank you dino Yep, Thanks, guys. Happy yep. holidays. Happy holidays. And from the gurus, we say thank you, Dino. Thank you, gurus. All right. All right. Bye. Oh, wow. <laughs> that oh, was awesome. Sorry to whistle so loudly. <laughs> I'm not. Oh, man. Wow.
Dude, for me and for you, I mean, just to have him on here, it's just, that's incredible for me already, man. Just, well, you, dude, I fanboyed out in the beginning, man. <coughs> I know you dude, did. It was dude, obvious. I'm sorry, man, dude, but it was what the What the fuck happened, man? Dude, I was excited, <laughs> man, but hey, you know what was nice is he actually, he told us a story about him getting fanboyed up for a boy. Yeah, I mean... So it's all good. I own it. But yeah, um, I fanboyed up and got excited when Dino did. picked up the phone. You I'm did. sorry. You did. I'm sorry. I'm guilty. Yep. And I'm. You know what? I'm fine with it. <laughs> I'm fine with it. Look, the, the Guru Show here. Dino is one of our favorites. We're gonna have him on hopefully again and again. Oh yeah. And uh, we love the guy. We love having him on. And from what you could hear with the interview. He is just a genuinely great dude. He will give you any advice. He'll talk to you. We've seen it firsthand at that clinic. Trust me, that's all I needed to see right there. I knew that he was the real deal. And um, it's awesome. And with that being said, we're going to take a quick break and then come back and get Aaron Altieri from Trilogy on the phone. The gurus. Yeah. Taking a break. Yep. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm getting All right. Cool. (laughs) It's the Southern Maryland Guitar Gurus with Dan and Dan. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Southern Maryland Guitar Gurus show. If you're lucky, you'll see these two on a tandem bicycle riding down 925. We see each we're back. This is the Southern Maryland Guitar Gurus with Dan and Dan. And man, what a great segment, great interview with Dino, man. Wow, that was awesome. Well, we're going to keep the show on the road and get Aaron from Trilogy on the phone. Let's dial him up, Dan. We're going to get the technology of the phone cranking. Oh, wow. It's a rotary phone, so be careful how you dial. You might have to start over. Ooh, it's ringing. I love it. Yeah. I love the ring. Ooh, I love that. Hello. Aaron, it's Dan from the Guitar Gurus. You want to go on the air? Yes, sir. Hey, buddy. Long time since I talked to you last, buddy. How you been, man? I'm good. Yeah, loving life. <laughs> loving life. I miss our days in uh, music retail, man. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> right, dude. Those were the days back in old 2015. <laughs> right? Now, are you, does he, yeah, I mean, he sounds you, like you uh, might be the only the one missing world. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I really am the only one missing working at the guitar shop. <laughs> full, full disclosure, I am the only one that's missing working in music retail. I'm sorry. I just I loved love, it. Yeah, I mean, I love handling the the uh, the instruments, but yeah, the, the selling of them sometimes. And it could be awesome. It's just like any job. Yeah, awesome and, and weird at the same time. <laughs> exactly. But it's more awesome than weird. I will right, say that. Totally. It, I'll, yeah. I'll agree to that. Cool. So, dude, thanks again for coming on tonight. We really appreciate it. I know you're strapped for time. I know that you're in your studio. You got Christmas songs coming out in which way, whatever. But um, really appreciate you coming on tonight, and we're going to talk trilogy for you. Okay? Yeah, man. So, so how is the trilogy band life treating you? There's a lot of members in your band. I know that y'all got a really nice um, ride that y'all go back and forth to shows with. I mean, how is mm-hmm. how's it traveling with the group of people like that all the time? Is everything good with y'all guys? How's it going? Yeah, you know, it's it's pretty crazy. Um, 
it's i mean i think that's probably one of the hardest things to find when you get a band is just a group of people that can hang out all the time doesn't get sick of each other um everybody gets along everybody's kind of has the same drive as far as you know how much they want to play um you know can we do trips sometimes stuff like that so it's it's actually really nice i mean everybody's on the same page uh that way so yeah so y'all got like yeah. a little um family where it's like more brother sister everything it's like a bond exactly yeah it really is i mean we all you know every every once in a while there's like a I mean, I can't even say, I don't think in the years that we've all played together, I don't think there's been fights. I mean, every once in a while, you know, there's like a, you know, an argument or whatever about something, but it's it's always pretty cool. We all, everybody's got an open mind about everything. So, yeah, it's pretty nice. That That's awesome to hear. Well, I mean, that's why y'all are being successful right now. I mean, every time I turn around, it's like, are y'all booked out months in advance now? I mean, what's, how's that going for you? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's next year's looking pretty crazy. I mean, we've already I think we have at least, you know, a few shows every single month in 2019 already. I think we don't have one in like December and maybe next November. But yeah, every every other month it has at least one or two shows in it already. Wow. dude, That's that's awesome to hear, man. I mean, and, and just elaborate on that because you've been in the game a while now and, and you know how it's done but the guys now that are up and comers that are just getting new to the scene what's one thing you can say to them is just stick to stay the course just keep jamming and it'll happen or I mean what do you think yeah I mean if you I mean if you look at a lot of the you know the bands I mean even just around here uh, that are you know have good followings and get a lot of shows it's usually the ones that have been together for just a long period of time i mean and that's going back to what i was saying before that's really the hardest part is is finding a group of people that can stick together uh through thick and thin and that way because i mean if you're if you're you know if you're changing band names all the time and changing maybe not personnel you know but if, if if everything's always changing you know no one you know your following kind of you know can't figure out you know what band you're in or what band this is like oh i haven't heard of that man oh it's like these guys but they're you know they're in a different band so it's yeah i mean i think it's uh it's important just to try and you know find the right people um and then just stick it out and have fun really yeah because if you're not having fun it's not gonna last (laughs) you gotta have fun or it ain't worth it man (laughs) you're just wasting time if you're not having fun yeah, exactly. to, to, to elaborate on what you're saying, you know, if you change all the time, even though you guys know how to play, you always feel like you're starting over. And, exactly, yeah. And it's so hard to do that all the time. So that's good advice. Stick with it. Find people you can work with and just keep working at it. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, I told, you know, lots of, you know, young guitar players or whatever coming in the stores that I worked at. <clears throat> and, uh, they were like, you know, how do I, you know, find a band and stuff like that? And how do I, you know, do, you know, make a living at it? And it's, I mean, there's a lot of guitar players that are, you know, a lot better than me, but I think I've been, I've been able to play, I've been lucky and I've been able to play uh, for years and years and years with bands because I'm, yeah, I mean, it's just, you're, you, 
easy to get along with, you know, don't have a big ego, which is, I think is hard for, you know, guitar players sometimes. <laughs> oh, dude, uh, and, and that's 100% legit about Aaron and no ego. I work with the guy every day and it, no ego at all. Me and him got along great. I think that's why it worked so well, so long with us there, dude, because of all that. All right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I kid around with the band. I was like, I wish I could just sit, like, behind everybody and just stare at my guitar for the whole show and just concentrate on my guitar. But it's like you got to, you know, when you're up in the front, especially, and you're singing and, you know, playing, you got to, you know, bounce around. And that's not really my thing. But, you know, I do it because nobody wants to be bored you know watching somebody just kind of standing there either <laughs> so, so what you're saying is <laughs> you don't want to be the lead singer mm. or do you oh well uh, yeah, Hannah's Hannah's definitely the main singer <laughs> right, um, right but we have three like lead singers and then uh, Jason Mulliken he's our keyboard player he does uh, harmonies and stuff on a lot of songs so technically there's four singers uh, Hannah does most of the lead stuff, um, but Chris and I also do like some guy lead songs too to get kind of give her a break. <clears throat> oh, that makes sense during the set. Change it up. Well, give her a rest. <clears throat> yeah, that's good stuff. It helps to have many vocalists in the, in a group. It really does. If it's just one person carrying the weight of that, that's that's not going to work. If you have others that can do that, that that's yeah. the formula that works. Totally, yeah. I mean, if you're, especially if you're playing three, four times a week, sometimes, I mean, at four hours, you know, three hours of playing, four hours of the actual show, I mean, that's, uh, that's a lot of singing. So, yeah, if you've got some people to share the load, it definitely makes it so you can do a lot more and not get burnt out. That's cool. All right, dude, I want to ask you some uh, fun questions to change it up real quick. Enough of it. Okay. We got the band thing. We get it. <laughs> so here's some, here's some fun questions for coming on. Um, are you happy with your current guitar? Are you happy? And are you happy with your current sound? Are I thought? Aren't you using the um, the Line Six Helix? Yeah, and actually, for the first extended time, I'm uh, I'm actually really happy with my sound. Um, I use for guitar. I use a, sort of like a custom made um, PRS P22 that I found. Um, I pretty much use that for every single song. It's really versatile, so you can get a lot of different sounds with it. Um, and I only change if I break a string. And yeah, and the Helix, really, if you mess with it and spend time learning all the things it can do, I mean, I'm really happy with the sound. I've always gone from, you know, tube amps, and then I'll be like, yeah, I'm gonna try digital, and then it'll just, I won't like it, so I'll go back to tube amps, but, uh, yeah, I'm totally sold on this. This thing, it it really sounds, it actually sounds good, clean, distorted, whatever you want. It's it's really nice. Oh, that's awesome to hear, dude. That's awesome to hear. Um, mm -hmm. What is your favorite video game right now? Because I know you're an avid video game player. And, <laughs> and I know our listeners out there, there's a lot of avid video game players that also play guitar. So what's your favorite game right now? Right now, um, I mean, I... I always play Madden, like, in and out, you know, especially during the, the football season. I love Madden. Um, but probably the newest one that I really like is uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. That one's really cool. Yeah, I like the open world kind of games where you can kind of just... Wander. You know, 
Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm an explorer, so yeah, I like to see stuff. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, that's what we do as humans, if you think about it. We just go explore things and wander around Earth. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, if I had all the money and time, that's what I would just wander around Earth. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. All right, so one more. This is our signature question on the show. Is our game that we play with everybody that comes on. So I want you to play it with me. We call it uh, Best Gig, Worst Gig. You can answer in any order, but you have to answer both both of them. So what do you got for us? All right. Uh, I, th- I think the best gig I ever played was uh, we got to go down to Key West and play Floppy Joes. You remember that, right? Oh, that, that was the summer of 2015, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. That was a pre, was, that was pre-trilogy, right? Yeah, that was the sort of the, the band before trilogy. Yeah, um, you were down there the whole week, right? Yeah, you, you have to play seven days straight. Um, and it was, when we went, it was July. So it was, mm. you know, felt like a 150-degree sauna down there. <laughs> but, uh it was really cool I mean it was just like you they they put you up in a a band house the whole time and I mean you're in walking distance from everything because everything's so close yeah that was definitely a, a really cool cool show yeah dude I've been to Key West one time it was on a cruise and oh, I was nice. gonna be there for so many hours so I got in and got out but uh I was wandering around going back to the ship and I, I ran into Will and Jada Pinkett Smith no way. Yeah, dude, just randomly. And I, and I was cool about it. I said, nah, I don't want no pictures. I just want to say hi. You know? Right. You know? I won't, but it was cool, dude. That's what you ran, run into down there, man. So did you say hi? Or did oh, yeah. You? Dude, I went, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was all I about I could see that happening. That yeah, I did. Will Smith was like, what the fuck's wrong with Well, this? dude, it was 2005, so, I, <laughs> dude, I, I think I still had a flip phone. That was way before smartphones. There was like, there was no getting a picture, to be honest with you. Full disclosure, I, I couldn't get a picture. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your worst gig dude what's your worst gig it's it's only the worst because of what ended up happening it was probably gonna be either our best or our second best um uh recently we went we got a, in new york uh, corning new york actually the corning museum of glass uh had us come up there and play wow. and uh that's kind of cool yeah, it was, I mean, they, they treated us so good. Everybody got hotel rooms. Uh, everything was comps. It was really cool. Um, the, uh, but it, we, we got like a bunch of snow the night. It started snowing um, the morning that we were playing. We got there the night before. Okay. And uh, the, I mean, up there, they don't care about snow like we do. I mean, it's like you get, you know, a bunch of snow and everybody's just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But I guess it, the guy it ended up getting canceled while we were like at the museum getting you know doing sound check and everything and uh so he said that was probably the first time that it's uh, it's this thing called 2300 uh degrees but anyways yeah the guy he's like this is the first time it's gotten canceled in like 10 15 years something like that so we're like oh man wow um, like of course it is it's the time right. i came up here yeah, I was like, I can't believe it. You know, everybody, you know, just couldn't believe it. But on the way back, I got, I don't know if I got um, something happened or if I drank something or ate something that night because on the way back the next morning, I barfed for like, and there was super amounts of traffic, obviously, because all the snow. 
and I barfed the entire ride back in the van. It was like seven hours. It was like, it was hell. (laughs) You were that guy. Yeah, it was so bad. (laughs) <laughs> wow, dude! I, well, that's a that's a worse gig, man. That's that, yeah, that, that's it, up it there, wasn't dude. Technically, it's, the venue, but yeah, it was just a really bad experience. <laughs> so you had to be sick the whole way home and never even got to play. It's like, oh my god. Yeah, luckily we're um, we're good. We get to go back. Uh, they they're going to have us come back in February, so that'll be awesome. Hopefully, we won't get snowed out again. <laughs> there you go. Wow, dude. So were y'all snowed in at the hotel? Like 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 a movie? Like you all y'all could have filmed a movie about it? Uh, we, I mean, we were able to get out. They, they've got the roads cleared. Um, they shut everything down like that the night that we played, though. So I guess they got a chance to clear everything that morning. But yeah, I mean, the van was like we had to dig the van out. It was a lot of damn snow. <laughs> oh wow, dude! Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show. Um, and, That's awesome. Thanks, yeah, man. And we definitely um. We talked over the weekend, and you said something about working with Hannah to come on the show. Um, I want to yeah. officially extend the invite out. So if you could make have her people contact the show through direct message on, on Facebook, I'll get it all booked up, man. It would be awesome. Will do. Yeah, I think she just she just came in. we got to work on that Christmas song you were talking about earlier. <laughs> Tis the season. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hey, Aaron, you got any uh, upcoming shows you want to plug while you're on? Uh, sure, yeah. Um, we've got a local show um, this Friday at Ollie's. Um, if you got an ugly, uh, it's a ugly, what is it, the ugly um, sweater. Ooh, Christmas, Christmas ugly sweater, sweater contest? Yeah. Nice. You know what? I might. Hmm. I think I invited you. I think I invited you on uh, on Facebook. I can't remember. But yeah, yeah it's, I, uh, it's this Friday. We started 9.30 there, I think. 9.30, okay. Hmm. Yep, uh, at Ollie's. I will see what I can do for you, bud. <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool. Well, dude, thanks again for coming on. Really appreciate it. Um, like I said, I'll follow up with you in the coming weeks, and we'll see how everything's going in your world. And if you just want to pop back on, promote Trilogy again, tell us about your shows. Um, you're more than welcome to. You, you guys have a home here on the Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show. That's for sure, brother. Awesome, Dan. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, no problem, man. Um, have a great night. And um, from the Guitar Gurus, dude, we say thank you. Thanks, Aaron. All right, guys. Have a good one. You All too. Right, See you. Yep. Bye. Bye. Wow. Top shelf dude, man. I love working with that guy. Yeah, he's um, laid back, man. Just genuine and genuine and and, and and dude everybody gotta realize man he is the whiz with the live sound stuff yeah. I mean to be honest with you my whole setup is kind of based on what he taught me at my time at the guitar shop wow and I'm not lying about that okay I mean so that that's for sure he's totally on that level of like he knows the live sound the recording setup he's had his own personal studio at his house before He's got a cool backstory. What we're going to do is when he has more time, when they're not busy doing what they're doing with the music, I have him on for a full segment, and we'll dial back into his history and talk about that stuff because it's cool. He's yeah. got some cool stories. I do remember that from the, uh, my yeah. time at the shop. And dig deep into the gear and all that. You know, that's 
there's people who want to hear about gear. Yeah, man, I'm a gear nerd. I'm down with it, man. <laughs> I, you know me, I'll talk gear all night long, and t- I'll try to sell it to you like I work for the company, man, yeah, just, just for pure fun. He's always trying to sell me something on this show. I yeah, man, come on. We take a break. He's trying to sell me uh, ice. I already know the recipe. Yeah. You know that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, man. So that was cool. We're going to take a quick break. Yeah, and thanks, then come Aaron. back and um, get Cool Buddy Bobby on the line, man. Cool Buddy Bobby coming up after the break. I can't it's, wait. I know, man. It's Guitar Gurus with Dan and Dan. Oh yeah, we're back from break. It's the Guitar Gurus with Dan and Dan. Wow, what a great interview segment with Aaron from Trilogy, man. That was cool, man. Yeah, we appreciate him coming on and giving us his insight and listening to him is great. Yeah, let's get um our next guest, Cool Buddy Bobby, on the line and see what's going on in his world. This is going to be a fun call, guys. Let's strap him on and get him going. <laughs> cool Buddy Bobby. Oh yeah, I love the ringing. I love the ringing. Hello, Bobby. It's it's Dan from the Guitar Gurus. You want to go on the air? Yeah, sure. Awesome, dude. We're here. We're in the studio. We're live with you. Um, thanks for coming on tonight. We really appreciate it. Um, I got my my best friend, co-host, and your mutual acquaintance slash best friend. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> you know me. <laughs> it's all been here, man. You know that. What's up, Danny? What's up, buddy? Oh man, this is cool. This is awesome, man. So, how you doing tonight, Bobby? Cool, buddy, Bobby. Good, That's awesome to hear. Um, so, I wanted to bring you on. I, I mean, I know in your professional life you're a lawyer. Um, you're not necessarily geared to the music business, but I wanted to bring you on to give the guys that are listening now. Just basic do's and don'ts of the legal process of going into contract with someone to provide a service. So instead of worrying about if it's a guitar, but it could be a guy you hired to hammer on some shingles to your house, whatever. It's just a legal contract. What kind of guidance can you give our audience, our listeners, and what to do and what not to do when dealing with contracts? That's what I was really wanted to bring you on about. Well, I think the one thing um, that I should say first is that it is some common sense advice and that is if you are dealing with a contract whether that is you hiring somebody to do something or them hiring you to do something if there's a contract involved make sure you understand all of the terms all of the fine print every clause in the the entire contract if you don't find someone who can help you understand because there could be important language in that contract that could affect your rights um in the music industry that could affect your rights to uh, own your own to own the music you create for a certain period of time um it could be um how long you are tied to a record label um with you know uh contracts that say they're for one year but then they have options that end up uh leaving you stuck with the same recording company or the same music company for 10 years uh, because they have the option to continue to pick you up and you signed away that right not realizing it was there um, so that would be the most important thing is to make sure that you understand all of the language in every in the contract and whatever it is that you're signing. And if you don't, make sure that you have a professional that can help you go through it and understand it. 
and and to reiterate a point say a guy's in an office with a guy and you know these guys out here they'll be like hey just sign this it's fine there's just a bunch of legal mumbo jumbo in there but you'll you'll get this amount of money and they just point to the dollar figure on there so your your most important advice is before signing anything in that situation is take it to a legal professional for a a review correct definitely definitely and especially in a situation like the one you're describing where the excitement the adrenaline of getting offered some sort of record contract or some sort of uh, contract to perform somewhere can be you know can be exhilarating but it can take over you know your common sense and so you want to make sure that you have somebody who is objective read over that contract and make sure that it's doing everything for you that you needed to do yeah that that makes perfect sense man and and you're yeah and i appreciate you putting it in common sense layman terms for the audience because you get some guys man and they start trying to use words that you know no one uses on a daily basis no one thinks you're awesome you know calm down but i really appreciate how you just explained that and that's awesome yeah no problem all right so a little i got a little a uh, legal question for you that that can go for many things so this is not just music um say if i get stiff for something and i want to uh, take someone to small claims court how hard is that process do you know that kind of um maneuvering it, i do it, it small claims court is a great tool for people who um don't want to have to deal with attorneys who want to be able to handle a um a case in a very very quick manner um, usually, obviously, it's small claims is for a small claim under $5,000. And most most of the time, people in small claims court are not represented. Um, if you go to the clerk's office at whatever your local district court is, um, they the clerk's office can help you prepare the paperwork. But it's a simple complaint that you can handwrite um, and file with a filing fee. Um, the clerk's office will tell you exactly what to do to serve the, um, the defendant, the person you're suing with the papers um, and then once they're served you have a court date it's it's pretty much that simple okay so it's not intimidating at all then is what you're saying no one should feel shame going to the clerk's office to file a small claims court case no pe- people go there every day asking for that kind of help don't be ashamed to go ask for that kind of help especially if you've got something like you said something small that doesn't necessarily warrant paying an attorney um either a large percentage of whatever it is you recover or paying them by the hour to represent you. Um, You know, when you're dealing with something that's just a few thousand dollars, usually you can handle it um, in small claims court a lot easier and cheaper and quicker. Right. Well, that's good to hear because a lot of people get, as soon as they hear the word court, legal, lawyer, they get scared because it's frightening. And I just wanted to pull the veil back and kind of give everybody, you know, it's a, it's a it's a procedure that's done on a daily basis. The people there at the building are professionals, and they're going to treat you in a professional manner. And and I just like that hearing that coming from you. I think that's really going to resonate with a couple of people that might have some things going on in their life that they need to do this, but they've been ashamed not to. So I uh, thank you for that, Bobby. Cool, buddy, sure. Bobby. That's awesome stuff, bud. So I want to change gears. That's the cool part about you know, you're a dual guest, man. So thank you for coming on and getting a professional world for us. But let's change gears and get get talking to what we really want to talk to you about. And that's the professional wrestling in Southern Maryland, dude. Um, 
what's going on in that world, man? I always see you posting about it. You're always at the matches. So in my world, you're my expert. Tell me what's going on with the professional wrestling circuit that comes through Southern Maryland on a regular basis. Cool, buddy, Bobby. What's going on? Well, it's cool, man. I just recently discovered this Maryland Championship Wrestling that uh, they have every couple of months down here at the Hollywood Firehouse. And I tell you what, man, it's a fantastic show. Uh, the tickets are cheap. You get to sit real close to the action. Uh, if you remember, Danny, when we would go, when we were kids, we'd go to see the WWF at uh, the Capitol Center. Right. We, we'd be sitting way up in the top, you know, hoping to get a glimpse of somebody. But, uh, you know, you go to these shows down here at the Firehouse, you're right up on the action. These guys are professionals. They're fantastic. Yeah. Um, and they even have a, there's another group called Crab Wrestling that does free shows out of uh, St. Michael's School in Ridge. Absolutely oh, wow. outstanding, man. You can go enjoy it for free or you can donate to them. Um, but they, both of those organizations put on great wrestling shows. You don't have to go all the way to D.C. or Baltimore to see that's cool, man. I mean, I always seem like I always find out about it the day after it happens, and I never get to make the arrangements to go because I've been meaning <laughs> to try to go to one of these things, and I really got to work it into my schedule, man. I really got well, to. Well, you know, wrestling has always been very kind to the Southern Maryland area. Uh, even back in the uh, early 80s and mid-80s, the NWA was at Thomas Stone constantly where you could see Ric Flair and Lex Luger and all those guys. Mm-hmm. They've always come down this way. I don't know what it is about it that they've always the wrestling world's always treated this area very well. Right. I do remember all that stuff as a kid. It's flat down that you brought that up. It's all flashing back to me as memories right now. So, so Bobby, the the one that comes through the firehouse, um, their current roster of wrestlers. Real quick, who's the heel and who's the hero right now? Because I did see that Ron Simmons is in is in this circuit. So that's kind of cool because I remember him from his days on the WWE. God damn, he's he was, still alive. He was, he, he was there the last time uh, signing autographs and stuff, wearing a shirt that said, damn. So he's still, that's his moniker, man. He's always been saying that word, man. It's cool. That, yeah. guy, that guy must be 70 years old by now. He, I believe it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's just cool to see him. Um, is the Dudley boys in the circuit? Not in the. I haven't seen them on the Maryland Championship Wrestling Circuit. I know um, the Dudley Boys broke up. Well, they didn't break up, but I guess they retired from WWE. And I think uh, Devon is working back behind the scenes with WWE now. But uh, Bubba Ray, he's still wrestling, wrestling for Ring of Honor. Oh wow, that's cool. Um, so what other notable WWE ex WWE people are in the Maryland Championship Wrestling Circuit? Well, the first time I went, I saw uh, Joey Mercury, who was, he was the champion, the Maryland champion when I went to see him, but he was also in WWE in a couple of different roles, um, uh, maybe six or eight years ago. Um, but I've also seen guys who've been there more recently, like Adam Rose, uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan made a special appearance one night. Whoa. Yep. What? Nice. Yep. Did and he by, have to, did by he have the to, way, Hexall's got a nice little podcast himself if you ever want to listen to that. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh does wow. he? Dude, he's still around. Did he have the two by four with him? He did. Gotta love that, man. Oh, shit. I'm, I'm, I've been drinking. I actually meant Hillbilly Jim, not. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> wow, man. Uh, don't, don't go messing with the country boy. Yeah, don't go messing with the country boy. <laughs> so, so when's the next show? 
Um, I think the next Maryland Championship show is January. God, I want to say it's the 19th. Oh, wow. So it's coming up soon. Yeah. All right. I'm definitely got to make this one. Um, send me an invite, dude, and let's hook up down wow. there together. What do you think? Okay. I'm down with Sounds it, man. Good. Yeah, I'm definitely in, dude. I'm going to make plans, so I'm good. Cool. Cool, yeah, dude. Yeah, look forward to it. Awesome, dude. Well, hey, man, cool buddy Bobby. Appreciate you coming on, as always. Um, And we'll be checking back in. Maybe we'll do a follow-up call the week after um, we go to the matches, and then we'll talk about what we saw. Sounds good. Awesome, man. Definitely going to mark that in the books, man. So that's really cool, dude. I really appreciate you coming on tonight. Um, I don't have anything further. What about you, Mr. Alvin? Anything uh, further? I all, I all I have is, hey, it was great to talk to you again. I haven't talked to you in so many years. And just to have you on here is, is a pleasure for me, Bobby. Yeah, man. Well, same, same here, man. It's a pleasure talking to both of you guys. I like, don't get to do it enough. And uh, I appreciate you guys inviting me on the show, man. It was been, it's been a blast. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get together and just hang out. How's that? Yeah, sounds like a plan, man. That's great. Let's All right, it. cool, buddy, Bobby. The double D's, the Southern Maryland guitar gurus say thank you. All right, have peace. a good night, guys. All right, peace. Wow, man, cool, buddy, Bobby came through big for us, man. Man, that's the first time I've talked with him, and holy shit. Probably almost 20 years. Oh, wow. That long? Late 90s, at least. Oh, wow. Yep. No, I've seen him over the years, off and on, irregular. Nothing, nothing like no break like that. I've always, and I follow him on social media, so. Yeah, I think the last time I saw him, he was uh, at the old uh, at the old Casa, maybe playing some cards with us about 20 years ago. That's, mm. that's probably the last time. Hey, that's a good memory. Card table. Hell yeah. Yeah, buddy. Wow. Well, dude, I like just how he broke down the legal stuff and took the mystique away a little bit. Yeah. Because I think even not in, even if it's not music related, it's sometime in your life you're going to have to interact with the court system. It's just inevitable. Don't be intimidated. Yeah, and that that's the main thing. You just got to go in there and just explain to them why you're there. Don't yeah. go in there and go, oh, uh, you know, don't be like me when Dino called um, and then get, go crazy, crazy, crazy excited. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here yeah. we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, don't do that. Here he right? goes again. Yeah. People, yeah. His nipples are hard as shit right now. Right. So that that was that, that was why I wanted to bring him on. That was the main goal. Yeah. He came through like a champ. We buried that 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 issue. So now from now on, it's just Maryland Championship Wrestling. With That's it. right. Mer- it's all about the wrestling. The wrestling. Here. You guys know what to do if you get the contract in front of you. Don't get excited. Don't let your heart flutter. Don't let the blood flow. Let somebody look at it. And that's all we, That's all he's saying. So now that we've gotten to that, I hope you get it. We don't have to explain this again. Now we can just see who the hell wins the belt. Right. And, I, and I'm definitely putting it on the calendar. And I'm going to go on the 19th. Check it out with them. I'll take pictures. I'll put it on the social media. It'll be kind of cool. Yeah. Maybe if I'm right now, the, the next batch of uh, downloads and listeners that we get, if, if you're local to the to the ring at the at the firehouse, come on down there and meet us up. Yeah, That'd the gurus cool. might be on site there. Yeah. Ring, ringside. Well, definitely one's going to be there. I'm making the proclamation now that I'm making a, <laughs> making a point to go because I've really wanted to go for the longest time, yeah. but I've, oh, it always seems like I found out the next day. Yeah. And if they have beer and hot dogs, I'm there with you. We're both there. All right, well, dude, if 
Yeah, we'll make that happen no matter what. I want How beer. I want beer served in a paper cup so I can crumble it and throw it in the ring at somebody. Oh, now that would be you know, awesome. Like the old school where they litter the ring with paper cups. Ma- imagine if they um, had a special section where you had to pay a special fee, like on the ticket, so you could do that. <laughs> yeah, I would do it, dude. That you know they make talk, money, man. Dude, wrestling promoter might do it if you talk to the right guy. Oh, wrestling promoters will do anything if it sounds good. <laughs> I don't know what. Shady or a used might, car lot or a wrestler from wrestling promoter, dude. They might even do a glass bottle promotion night. They don't care. <laughs> the money's right. You're right about that, man. You're right, dude. Wow. All right, dude. Let's um let's take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll get the next guest uh, coming on is Tony Wolf. We'll get him dialed up, get him set up, and um get his interview going on and check what's going on in his life with the Robbie Booth band. Yeah, and man. see what's going on with his uh, his other solo stuff because I've talked to him a couple times off and on and it seems like he's got some stuff going on so we'll put those stones to him and try to pin him down and get a story. All right, Tony Wolf coming up next. It's Guitar Gurus with Dan Dan. You're tuned in to the Southern Maryland Guitar Gurus show. The only show that Chuck Norris is afraid to be a guest on. We Oh man, we're back from break. We're back from break, man. Wow, cool little interview from old cool buddy Bobby, man. That was pretty cool, right? That was great. I love talking to Bobby yeah. all the time. Yeah, I look forward to going to that wrestling match. I'm going <laughs> to a wrestling match. Let's go see some wrestling. Wrestling. Yeah, man. Well, cool. Well, that was a good deal. So let's get the show on the road, man. Man, this is a busy night, dude. It's very busy. This is cool. I hope the listeners in the audience are like, man, these guys are rad, man. Look at all these guests are providing on their weekly show. So the plan is we do a weekly show. We take Tuesday nights, um, and we post them on Friday nights at 8. If anything changes, we'll definitely communicate it on the social, but that's the schedule as it is. The only thing is, is the next week we're taking that week off for the whole holiday season. So we'll see you the following week out for our New Year's show. So. Yeah, so so right now you're enjoying the the end of 2018 holiday spectacular. Right. That's why we've got so many guests, so much going on. Right, and that's and that's yeah. with um that's how we pulled the big name of the uh, yeah, the Ampeg guy. That's right. You know, I mean, if you're gonna close it out, you got to close it out with just the best. You got to do it that way. Right. Well, let's get Tony on the phone. Let's talk to him to see what's going on yeah. in the Robbie Booth band world and see what them guys are up to. Because, uh, man, they, they got a strong online presence. I see their Huge. stuff all the time. Huge. Yeah, we, so. We did, you know, we, didn't we play with them at the Rocktoberfest? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, dude, they didn't talk. Yeah. We played with them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, dude, they didn't even get... They didn't even get get in their vehicles to come to the show until I was already packed up and gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I could say we played with them. We played with them, yeah. So, anyway, that's cool. I got Tony coming on. I've known him for a, a couple years now. Uh, he's always been good with me. Um, and he's just a down, down-to-earth down good dude, and um, I'm happy to have him on, man. All it's right. really cool. So, cool. let's get him on the horn and see what's going on yeah, with him. Yeah, let's talk to him. Yep, I love the old school. <laughs> the old school. Ooh. I know. <laughs> Nick, I like the old school. Hello? 
Tony, it's Dan from the Guitar Gurus. How you doing tonight? You want to go on the air? Yes, sir. Awesome, awesome. So we're here at the studio. We're putting the show down right now. We're thrilled to have you as a guest. It's so super awesome of you to come on tonight and spend a couple minutes with us. Since we're oh such man, a... it's my it's my pleasure, man. Yeah, we're we're new to the market, and and you're the first guy tonight. I'm I'm really gonna lean on in your world to help me out because we, we, we talk all the time and we help each other out with other things. So I'm really counting on you to help me out in getting a show out there with all your fans and, and, and everybody that you can. Any help's appreciated. We're doing this for free. We're doing it for fun. And we're just trying to help out the local musicians around here with no strings attached and no, no bullshit. And we're, we're, we're proud to have you on tonight. So thank you for coming on, brother. Absolutely, man. Yeah, it's, it's my pleasure again, and uh, I look forward to uh, continuing to promote your show. I really think uh, what you guys are doing is, is really awesome, so I'm, I'm happy to be on with you. Well, thank you for that, Tony. I appreciate that. Absolutely. So cool, dude. Let's start this thing off, um, and we're going to keep it kind of high energy, so go with the flow and, um, and just stick with us. But in, in a general sense, who is Tony Wolf, the solo artist, the guitarist? The keyboard is. Who is Tony Wolf? Tell us who. Tell us all about us. Tell, tell, oh, I mean, I'm sorry, dude. Oh, yeah. tell, tell me oh, all yeah, about man. you. I mean, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a uh, complex um, tapestry for sure, dude. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I've been working on um, solo music. I, I self-produce um, my own records and stuff like that uh, in my studio in my basement. Actually, I'm currently right now sitting beside all my guitars and everything so um i've been playing guitar for a long time and and just really really love the versatility you know i'm i've I've always been more of an acoustic guitar player i really started getting into finger style over the past couple years but yeah i make i'm so basically i make uh my own music just kind of indie rock stuff and uh singer songwriter style music and and i also am a part of um Robbie Booth's band, who's a really great local country singer. I'm sure many of your listeners have heard of him, and it's been an absolute pleasure working with those guys for the past few years. So, I mean, I'm sorry for the past uh, about half a year or so. So, that's good stuff, man. Yeah, um, I, I didn't know if you knew it, but my band actually played with your band at Rocktoberfest. But, the, but the problem was, is my band played before y'all even probably packed your equipment to come up to the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually funny because that is the one show that I uh, happened to miss because I was DJing a uh, wedding that day. So that's the only show, only gig that I've missed uh, with Robbie over the past six months or so. So there must have been uh, some. Uh, there must have been some good anyway. money in that. <laughs> you must have got paid pretty well for DJing a wedding to miss a gig like that. Pretty much, yeah. It was one of those things where I had already made the obligation, and you know, once you kind of lock in with a wedding planner or whatever, uh, it's it's kind of hard to back out of and, and still feel like a, a decent human being. So yeah. unfortunately, I had to let the guys down that that night. They happened to shred without me anyway, so they they were shredding before I joined on. So yeah, I mean, actually, that's a good uh, place to uh, kind of explain you know what i've what i've contributed to robbie's band um they obviously sounded great before i I joined up but robbie i think has relied on me uh mostly for adding 
keyboards and and also make it to where he doesn't really have to play much acoustic guitar because that's one of my strengths as well and then i think my main contri uh contribute contribution to the to the band is really my backup vocals i'm i've been singing harmony my whole life so that's something that comes pretty easy for me so nice. i i actually actually i was um slated to join the band as a as a bass player my buddy was gonna leave the band and so they were auditioning me for bass and uh got that got that gig but wound up convincing my friend to stay on for a little while longer and it worked out nicely because instead of just taking someone else's spot you know which a lot of people could do very well it was nice to actually be able to contribute something to their sound that they had never had before so that that was really nice for me to be able to feel immediately like i was bringing a new energy to the to the group you know yeah man that, that that's actually pretty rad instead of replacing your joining and then, exactly and having that camaraderie of bringing a new member into a band is it's a, it's it's like for the guys that aren't in a band when you join a new if you're the new guy in the band you know it's kind of like the first day at school you know it's like <laughs> it's kind of intimidating it is very it intimidating. is for sure I mean, you're and you're not just joining any band. You're joining the Robbie Booth band. You know they got a system. It's like, you know, you better <laughs> right? Am I wrong? It's a yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a well-oiled machine. So as soon as you get to, um, as soon as you start playing with these guys, I mean, Robbie's lead guitar player Max is just an absolute shredder. I mean, he's he's unbelievable country guitar player, and um, he he kind of kills any style of music. So immediately kind of joining that band you're like wow man just getting to play with guys that talented is just quite a quite a joy you know yeah hey, yeah man it's an it's an honor to to share time with guys like that you know absolutely yeah totally agree cool uh, i got a couple other random kind of questions for you i thought were kind of a interesting take you know to just a pretty younger uh the younger listeners um what's your best memory from your younger days when learning to play the guitar Whew. that's a good question i think see i grew up in church so i i really started playing guitar for like church music which i know is not like super rock and roll but that just happens to be a place where young people really get you know a lot of churches have a lot of opportunities for younger younger dudes to um contribute right away to a band you know and so i think it was pretty awesome because my youth uh, uh music youth group like worship team or whatever um you know they needed an acoustic guitar player and i've been i actually had started playing drums as a kid so that was my original instrument and i picked up the acoustic because they needed somebody to play acoustic and pretty much just I mean, of course, church music is incredibly stupid easy, you know, so it's uh, the it's learning jamming, not, dude. It's not still that jamming. hard, but I pretty much took the reins, you know, of that band as far as playing acoustic and driving the songs pretty much immediately. So that was that was like my earliest memory of actually being a part of something and really being able to, I mean, it's kind of, you know, you, you get the pressure of okay if i screw up like i'm screwing up for this service or whatever you know it's not like just screwing around in your basement with some buddies it's like you have to play well 
that way you're not a distraction. Right. So. Yeah, that's a cool answer, man. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. I mean, I realize that's not freaking rock and roll. It's that's the experience that I've had, you know. And, it's um, all rock and roll, Tony. It's all rock and roll, man. <laughs> it's, rock and roll is a state of mind, not a state of playing at church or wherever. It's a state of mind. That is true, man. Yeah, that man. is true. And, and ultimately, like I said, uh, I think just... Um, getting those opportunities that young to actually play in front of people on a regular basis really kind of helps you develop your chops pretty pretty quickly you know right performing performing yeah getting experience on stage in any every week every week you know right yeah and you just grew up and that was your normal so exactly yeah that that really helps out but now it's kind of biting being a church player all this time has continued to kind of bite me in the ass a little bit uh, <laughs> for the past probably decade because basically whatever church I'm at, I, I get hounded like nonstop. They're like, are you going to join the worship team? Are you going <laughs> to, so I try to contribute where I can without um, being detrimental to my family because I'm already in a country band and trying yeah, to work on my own music too. So it's, it's music all the time for me, man. Yeah, you don't want to over-obligate yourself like that because you've got things you want to do, too. Yeah, so what winds up happening is I wind up uh, agreeing to everything and then I just let everybody down. But, you know, what are you going to do? That's uh, the creative type, you know, uh, Isn't over, it... over-promise and under-deliver when it comes to the church band stuff. That's but the thing, man. You I said the best it. I can. <laughs> you nailed that perfectly. That's the phrase, man. That's the phrase that pays. Wow. But that's the way it is. You you know, you just want to do so much, you can't say no. And yeah, sometimes you got to let people down. It, it just happens. That is true, man. Yeah, and uh, ever since I had a son, I've, I've uh, been, it's been a lot easier for me to just tell people to kick rocks. You know, it's like, nice. hey, man, I know this bums you out, but I can't, can't, can't hook you on this one, you know? Right. <laughs> Got to get in dad mode. Well understood. Exactly. Right. Well, all right, dude. Um, two more quick questions. And sure. You can keep it brief. Yeah, What, I got what you. are your goals for 2019? My goals for 2019, I, I actually, uh, my wife and I um, have just had a discussion this past week uh, that I'm going to probably go rent a cabin in the next month or two um, to really, uh, maybe for three days or so, because I'm trying to get a, a single done for my for my solo music. And what happens is, being in, in my basement studio, I never really prioritize the way that I should. It's easy to procrastinate when there's no pressure. Right. So <laughs> I'm going to go to a cabin where I'm actually putting my money where my mouth is to where... If I don't, if I don't come back with something, you know, that's the most disappointing. You know, there's, it's just impossible that I'm not going to come back with anything. Otherwise, I'd be just, I just would be afraid to show my face. You know, just because of the commitment that it would take for for my wife to have me leave for a few days. So, <laughs> my goal essentially is just to put out. Um, I'd like to put out maybe a couple, two or three song singles this year. Um, play some more gigs uh solo i've played a few this year and uh see what's happening with robbie i'm i'm hoping that he gets a record out this coming year and we're going to continue to try to ramp things up uh probably come springtime with what we're doing with him see you know try to see some better crowds and stuff so okay 
So do you have anything coming up for yourself here that we can look forward to in the upcoming uh, 2019? Uh, actually, actually, yes, I do. Um, I had a, I had uh, a really good friend of mine um, who lives in Los Angeles. He's a um, <clears throat> director and an editor. Um, he works for some production companies in L.A., but he's the guy who shot my music video. I actually have a music video that I did five years ago for a record that I had professionally uh, recorded in Atlanta. And he did just a spectacular job, but he wound up um, coming out to visit me right before Thanksgiving, and we shot like a little mini documentary um, while he was here of... You know, kind of what I've been working on uh, with my solo music, and then he also shot a really awesome live performance. So I talked to him last night. He's got that working pretty good. So I'm trying to make some music beds for some of the interview kind of stuff, and I'm really looking forward to getting that out. That should be coming out probably in the next few months. So okay. that's awesome, dude. Well, keep us posted on that so we can push it out there for you too. Yeah, man. Abs- Absolutely, I will. I think it's going to be pretty awesome, and I'm yeah. really looking forward to getting it out there. Yeah, so. we, we want you to get out there and and do it, man, because it sounds like it's something you really enjoy. Oh, absolutely. It's just, you know, coursing through my veins, man. It's just nothing but passion for, for, for music, you. whether it be with Robbie or myself or what have you. So. Well, can I suggest a cabin in the Shenandoah Valley? That's a great place to go, man. Absol- absolutely. Hit me up, brother. Oh yeah, I can. I can do that. Oh yeah, <laughs> that that's awesome. Yeah, I know where he's talking about too, Tony. That place is awesome. It's legit. Which uh, which one are you talking about? Oh, I've got a uh, five or six different secret spots in the Shenandoah Valley. I won't well, I won't one, reveal them because last year that's a part mine. of this like group of cabins on a mountain that's uh, called Shenandoah Woods and it's over near Luray and that place kicks all kinds of ass dude well I will tell you right now I was definitely leaning towards the Luray area and that's all I'm going to say about that so we're on the same page with this that sounds like a you, private you message you and me are simpatico brother yeah yeah we are we need to uh, discuss this off air so we don't want to give it away because Absolutely. then yeah, it's not special anymore we don't, want, we don't anymore. want a bunch of people uh, coming and taking our cabin spots you know nope <laughs> cool cool all right all right tony one more one more question and then we'll let you get back to doing what you're doing and this is our Sounds like great. kind of our our signature show question and i think it's a really cool deal i love asking all these uh the guys that come on this question because it gives us a little insight into the daily life of a professional musician so work with me here it's called best gig worst gig answer in any order you like but you got to answer both Oh, that's that's super easy for both of them. Uh, wow. Best gig, uh, far and away, was this past year at the Southern Maryland Music Festival. <clears throat> uh, we were headlining the Friday night, uh, Robbie Booth was, and it was my first gig with uh, these knuckleheads. And Donovan, the rhythm, uh, our, our rhythm electric guitar player, uh, goes out to see a lot so he actually missed that gig and it was a big one and so i hadn't even played with the band yet and they were going to have me be uh, playing keyboards and acoustics like i'm doing now and and like a few days before they found out donovan wasn't going to be there they said hey you want to play rhythm electric and uh so you know i was all the way at the front at that show and there was probably you know 800 to a thousand people there Mm. right down in Leonardtown and uh it just kicked so much ass dude like 
it was just such a great first experience you know it was really uh, I mean we were headlining that night people were digging it it was it was just a great experience and then the worst gig I would say would be uh, I had a house show last year and I had um, this band I had this singer from this band that I really really love actually come in from Nashville because he was doing a house show tour so uh, he had me play a few songs uh, opening up for him and I was so focused on being hospitable to all the guests that were coming into the house and stuff and then snap of the fingers it's like okay now we gotta play so I didn't have any time to really prepare mentally and Oh man, I shit the bed. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> like I had prepared so hard, but just my mind was so focused on um, trying to make sure everybody was uh, enjoying themselves. And also, have have either of you guys played a house show? Dude, Dude. Uh, <laughs> as soon as you said house show, I went. This is never good. House shows are it's never so, good. It's, especially when it's just you playing acoustic and singing, man. Oh, like, are you crazy? It is so. It is so intimate. If there was a mouse like <laughs> upstairs in my house, like I would have heard it walking across the floor. So every you got. 20, 30 people packed into your basement yeah. and they're just staring at you. And, yep. and they're so close, you can feel their breath. And these songs are so intimate. And dude, it's just the pressure. Just, I had never done it before. So I bombed. I mean, it, it, I, I was terribly displeased with my performance, but you know, that's dude. just the, that's a day in the life of, you know, house shows, house shows are the worst. Have you ever been halfway through the first song and then somebody comes up and goes, hey, man, when are you going to start? <laughs> right. And you're like, I mean, I, dude, I'm already I, started. I pushed, I, I, pushed, I pushed my way through it, but, uh, you know, you, you get through that first song and you're like, I got four more and this is not going to be good. <laughs> you know, you're like, ah. Oh. All right, wait, as soon as you said house show, I, a, a memory came back to me, Tony, and this is no lie. This is how long the Double Ds have gone back with each other. Danny Alban, mid-90s house show, North Beach, Maryland. What happened that night? Not it was a North mitigated Beach. disaster. Oh, not the North Beach. I don't even want to talk about that on this show. That's how bad it was, Tony. We've been there, buddy. Uh, yeah, uh, it's funny that when you said house show, I kind of cringe like, oh, this is never good. <laughs> and then I thought about North Beach, and you brought it up. Yep. Oh, That's dude, how bad know. that was. Dude, That's dude, how bad it was. Dude, dude. Imagine, imagine bombing like that, but like instead of having some other like uh, you know dudes that you're playing with, and it's kind of loud anyway. Like, imagine it just be like. You're standing there with an acoustic guitar and singing these songs. It, it's so bad. You don't have anybody else to look to for support. But yeah, we were we were um, lucky that there was four of us in the in the band. So it was like, okay, well, I can always look at these other three and go, yeah, it's their fucking fault. Hey, mine, don't look at me. <laughs> but to get up there by yourself like that, dude, I give you the ultimate kudos for that because that's. That's crazy. That's tough. That's tough. It's tough, and that, and you have nowhere to go at your house. You're stuck. Yeah, where where the heck am I gonna go? Right. Like, I can't just dip out. Like people no. are here for me, and and I'm here. I brought this artist in, so I'm like responsible for making sure that he enjoys the rest of his time. But man, what a terrible uh, uh, show I put on. But you know, I ultimately uh, I'd love to be able to do it again because I feel like I know. 
what I would need to do the next time to make sure that doesn't happen again, yeah. you know? Like, I think it's like one of those things where you have to kind of experience it first and realize, like, what it actually takes, like, how much more it actually takes to really make sure you um, perform well at such an intimate environment, so. Good deal, dude. Well, if you put that together, make sure you send the invite this way. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm definitely going to be planning on that. I would like to maybe do one this spring, so I'll definitely shoot you guys an invite. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate that, Tony. Thanks. Yeah, man. Thanks, man. That's awesome. But dude, I, thanks for coming on tonight. Like, again, Lo- I super appreciate it. Dude, I love what you guys are doing, and, and uh, looking forward to just continuing to support you guys and listen to all the episodes that you have forthcoming. I've really enjoyed what you guys have been doing so far, so just keep up the great work, man. Thank you for those encouraging words. We appreciate that so much. Yeah, man. Thanks, man. We're just, and you know the best part about this, Tony? We're genuinely doing this because we wanted to do it just because this is what we've always wanted to be on the radio growing up. Because um, we grew up in the 80s and 90s when radio was like big time. It was the Grease Man. And we had all the big players back then. And we grew up going, man, I want to do that. So we're, we're getting to do it. And we're, we're just doing it so legit because we have the equipment from the, the band stuff doing the studio recording. So we're just making these shows. And it's just taking off, man. And it's just awesome. Because we just, we just want to do it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, I, think, I think that's what makes for the best product is that you guys are passionate about it. And that really comes through. And, uh, you know, I'm a huge uh, podcasting uh, connoisseur, man. I, I love talk radio and I love podcasts. So I actually was... Uh, I've really been excited seeing you guys kind of pursue uh, this passion of yours. So um, maybe sometime I'll have to stop by the studio and watch you guys tape one live. That would be great. Well, if you're going to come in here, you're not going to watch. We'll get you on mic, dude. <laughs> We're going to put you to work. I'll, I'll sing a song, man. We'll do a song. Hey, That'd be sweet. The, the best part about us doing the weekly shows is we're always in search of content and what to do for shows. So I'm definitely going to um, put the star beside your name and write the note down that um, in-studio performance coming soon. And when Let's I work out it. the logistics, it, we'll, we'll hook it up, dude, and we'll definitely bring you in. You're, I'm a big fan of yours, and you know we've known each other for a couple years now, so it's cool, man. You know what's up. Absolutely, guys. Well, you guys keep rocking and rolling, and I appreciate you having me on. All right, brother. Well, have a great night. The Double Ds say thank you, and we'll see you on the next one, brother. Yeah. All right. I'll see you guys. All right, Tony. Take care. Thanks again. Wow, Tony Wolf, man. That was a... Man, he's such a great talker, man. That was perfect. Dude, it's easy to be a great talker when you're genuinely a good person like that. I mean, just a great dude, man. Yeah, he's top shelf, man. He's for real. Yeah. Yeah, and it was great having him on, and I really appreciate that. Dude, the show's just rolling tonight. I'm really enjoying it. And I got we got I got a couple minutes to, to fill real quick. They're in my ear. They're to talking. But I wanted to, um, I didn't want to bring it up with Tony because it would have got us on another 20 minute tangent. And I knew he was tight for time tonight. But I'll definitely be bringing this up with him later. But I wanted to talk about music videos real quick. Okay. All right. Um, I put up on our wall um, the the music video for my band Sage the Return. And the reason I did did it was to put it out there to let everybody know that I made that video, me and Chris made that video ourselves. All the footage was stock, what we didn't shoot, the only footage we shot was the the footage of us in it, because we were still experimenting with everything, trying to dial it down. Um, But I just wanted to put that out there, letting the local bands that are getting together, if you do put a good demo song together, 
there's an avenue to put a music video together on the very cost friendly if you're willing to put some time in and work with some stuff and have an open mind of thing. You don't have to film your whole band doing the whole song the whole time. Try to make it an art project at first just because I, I, we've documented it, me and Chris know this for a fact. When we first came out with our band, we would just put a graphic up with a song playing in the background and no one watched it. Uh, we made the video and that return video on the original post has over 15,000 views and it's all over the world, it's insane. You know, it's, it's crazy how the internet and all this stuff works. And that, and that matters for bands coming up. Even if you don't agree with music videos or the premise of it, or if you think it was kind of weird or phony to do, that, that's not the right mentality to have. Because when me and Chris started doing it and trying to actually film the parts where you're syncing the words and the voice up, you're, you're legitimately just holding your guitar and strumming and pretending to play the song. That's the process. And, it's, and it seems funny at first. It really does. Like I'm giving you my wor real world experience with this because it was kind of unique. Now I'm a pro at it. I'm just like, yeah, strap it on. Let's do it. Because you get used to it. And you can experiment around with different cameras now. The, the technology just makes it so easy too. But um, that video is there just to show you guys that making music videos is not that hard if you're willing to put some time in and work with computer editing. And, you know, it's, it costs some money for the equipment, but... Usually if you're in a band and you're professional and you're getting to the level where you need a video, I'm assuming you have that equipment. <laughs> I mean, everybody's got a computer and I mean, it's got to be a decent computer to do the processing, but there's other people out there that's dying to help to do that kind of service too. But you got to get a video, especially if you're doing original music. you got to have a video and just post it out there. You can make cool Instagram posts. That's what I did with the stage band and that's how we got most of our people all over the world contacting me all the time is because Instagram's everywhere and different hashtags and what's really unique that with the whole music video and putting it out on the internet is, is odd times of posting is really cool because the, the world works on a 24-hour cycle so I would wake up six o'clock in the morning and post three music videos and boom like dude it's all these likes coming across from Asia because it's over there, it's like six in the, at night. They're looking for stuff to look at, you know? So we gotta get, you know, I just wanted to bring that up. I meant to do it on last episode, but we kind of ran away with it and didn't get to it. So I wanted to bring that on while we had a couple minutes, but music videos, music videos, music videos. If you're an original band and you have songs and you're trying to take it to the next level, you gotta have them. And there's a plenty of resources out there where you can get most of the footage for free. There's a bunch of free stock footage for for download and in that video of the return that's where we got all the footage now what's cool is with the software once you get the footage in there you can alter it and put light effects and all these different things to it and make it your own and tell your story so if you just got to be a little creative but it's there for everybody to review that's what we did we self-produced i had a computer here and we downloaded footage and synced it up and went outside and filmed some parts and put it on so, and it looked good. I, I'm proud of it, to be honest with you. I really am. I love it. <laughs> so, with that being said, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We've got our last guest tonight. It's Jack McNutt from Island Music and the guitarist in A Gear Too Late. And this should be a pretty fun little interview. We've both known Jack for a while now. He worked at Island Music in the Play Day. He moved away to Ohio, came back. And we're just going to talk to him, see why he came back, and see what's going on in this world right now. 
Yeah, we're going to get him on here in just a few. Pick his brain, talk to him, and have a good time. Perfect. It's Guitar Gurus with Dan and Dan. See you in a bit. Broadcasting from our 100 gigawatt radio internet thing that plugs into something else. It's WTUR, the Guitar Gurus. We see each other through different eyes. Oh, we're back. We're back. How are we doing tonight, Mr. Alban? Yeah, here's how we're doing. We're doing fan-fucking-tastic, brother. Yeah, buddy, yeah! We're having a stellar, stellar close-out 18 holiday special, man. God, it's great. And, and you know what? This is really kind of cool, man. We're having a really good dude on, our last guest of the 2018 year. Yeah. It's really good dude. Um, he sold me instruments. And I believe he's sold you some numerous items of... Well, yeah, through, through private sales. Hey, that's, okay. <laughs> that's still the um, Guitar Guru Network of uh, merchants. Yeah, so man, I'm down with it. The, so. we, we, all, we all talk to each other and we all buy and sell between each other. That's what we do. Yep. So we're going to um, dial up Jack McNutt. Uh, he's the guitarist in A Year Too Late. And he works at Island Music in La Plata, Maryland. And we're going to talk to him and see what's going on. So... I'm going to dial him up old school radio style. I love this, man. This is my favorite part is dial him in, man. He loves it. Yeah. I know. I'm geeking out, man. Yeah. Harsha loves the dial up part. I don't know why. I just love the old school ring. It reminds me of the old days. God, I hope we have a call waiting. That'd be awesome, dude. Hello? Jack, it's Dan from the Guitar Gurus. You want to go on the air? Let's do it. All right, buddy. We're here in my studio. We're on air. I got Dan Alban with me. Say hello, Dan Alban. Hey, Jack. How you doing, buddy? What's going on, man? Man, I'm loving life tonight. Yeah, buddy. Thanks for coming on tonight, man. We really appreciate it. Oh, of course. So, the mystique of Jack McNutt. All right, buddy. Um, <laughs> there's been some, uh, you know, everywhere I turn, everybody's saying, Jack's back from Ohio. What happened? What's going down? Um I wanted to just ask you, if you don't mind, if you want to put that, how does it feel being back in Southern Maryland? And what made you want to leave in the first place, dude? And why are you back? Can you just summarize your story, if you don't mind sharing that with us, man? Because there's a lot of people out there that want to know. And I'd rather have it come from you than the secondhand source. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, about August last year, I played my last show with Ryan Jacob. Uh, and then I moved out to Ohio to do an internship. I was out there doing a worship internship with the church. Very cool. And then uh, it was pretty good. It was a nice spot. Uh, if you honestly like Dayton, Ohio, it might turn out to be a pretty cool spot. Uh, like there's a lot of re- like there's so many restaurants out there. I think I could have eaten out every day for the whole year that I was there and not eaten at the same restaurant twice. Ooh, um, that's cool. And, and it was all good. Like, there was, no, there was nothing bad about the food out there. All right. Um, and then, uh, so I did it for about a year. And then I just had some stuff come up that I had to take care of. And uh, just a bunch of circumstances just kind of all fell into place together. Uh, nothing, like, terrible. Nothing bad. Nothing that put me in a bad spot. Um, but it all just kind of worked out at the same time that I was looking at all these things that I had to put in order uh, turns out, you know, it was like, hey, you want to come back work at Island? And I was like, yeah, of course. You know, that would that'd be, you know, a great place to come back to. 
Um, and so I think I moved back. Uh, I think I moved back like very beginning of October of this year, 2018. Um, so I was gone from August 17, October 2018, um, and then just kind of fell right back into the same routine. I'm working at Island Music again. I'm playing in a band again, and so anytime someone's like, so "What's it like to be back?" I'm doing the same exact thing as I did before I left, and I'm okay with that. You know, it's uh, um, yeah, it's just you know same habits but they're all good yeah they're great uh i rolled in there when you first came back and uh i was like dude you're back i didn't even know you're back (laughs) hey look jack's back and the first (laughs) thing i said to you and i remember this i said okay you're back are you playing and you told me you said no i'm just getting back so i need to get settled before i even commit to anything and like two days later you're in a band what 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 in the hell is that about so i thought so a year too late is who i'm playing guitar for which is my first time ever playing guitar in a band so it's not like it's totally new for me like i've played acoustic gigs i've done a lot of acoustic stuff but uh, as you guys can probably both, you know, attest to, like, playing acoustic gigs solo or with just in a duo kind of situation, I think full, going full-blown and playing electric guitar in a rock band, there's a totally different vibe, totally different atmosphere. Absolutely. And so, like, having never done that before, I was like, all right, you know, let's do this. And, uh, but yeah, I think I was home maybe two weeks before they were like, hey, do you want to come, like, try out? I was like, all right, cool. Uh, and that was, you know, because I know the guys in that band. Like, I've known them all for a while now. They've been, uh, I met them all through working at Island. And so, uh, it was just kind of fell together pretty quick and, and really quick, actually. Like, it was, uh, they started messaging me. Like, I pulled into the driveway after my, like, nine-hour drive home, and I had this message. It was like, hey, you want to play guitar in my band? <laughs> That's awesome, dude. <laughs> That's legit. Now yeah. I used to, I used to show up and watch you do these acoustic gigs if you can remember that. Yeah. You know places that are closed now. By the way, if you want to yeah. feel if you want to feel old at this point, it's up to you. But yeah, I used to I used to come out and watch you, man. I, I enjoyed what you did acoustically. I couldn't imagine that transition to uh, here we go. Oh, you're an electric player, but I knew you played bass. So yeah, here you are, like with a guitar strapped around your neck, going, okay, I'm in. That's that's a tough uh, transition. Yeah, it's um, definitely something I've never done before. I've played drums in bands. I've played bass. Um, I learned how to play bass because I started in a punk band and I was the singer slash bass player. Um, <laughs> and that's a real quick way to learn your instrument. Yep. Um, but yeah, so like the atmosphere, like being in a band in the shows, that's all something I'm comfortable with. But you know, playing the, the six strings a little bit more in depth than doing just the four. It's, uh, <laughs> so it's uh, yeah. a little bit of a change. So, yeah. so what's the um, a year too late's vision? What's y'all's goals for 2019? Do you have any shows coming up that we can plug real quick? Yeah, so as far as goals go, uh, we decided that instead of one full, like we're kind of re-recording the music because the first album that came out um, before I joined, uh, was just 
not something that the band was like, even before I joined that the band as a whole was comfortable with I guess um, so we're re-recording a lot of the music with because it's a few new members now than what it was before um, and so things get played a little differently too like stylistically things have changed up a bit and so instead of one full album um, I think the plan is to split kind of 2019 and half and we're just going to do two like staggered EP releases and then um, we have a show January 19th I believe that was in Fredericksburg and I think we're looking into locking a couple down in February um, so yeah so I mean as far as goals go uh, everyone's real set on just trying to get plugged in again because the band took a hiatus for a while before I moved back um, so we're just looking to kind of get people to you know know who we are and start plugging some, sh- plugging some shows and uh, just kind of dive right back into it all wow okay that's kind of that's a real nice candid answer so that's pretty awesome um so what where where does a year too late call home who who in the band has home base for the band uh so chris has kind of like the central point he's got the practice spot he's got what we all kind of congregate and do everything there um it's his project he started it um pulled in people that he knew would be good for it uh so it's a little bit of a drive for me. I live in PG, work in La Plata and the bands in Mechanicsville. So Whoa, hold, hold I do, on. Did I you do s- a little bit of back and forth a few days of the week, but it's worth it. Hold on, dude. Did you just say you live in PG County? Yeah. Dude, that's right, where... shout out. This is a part of the show where people go... Shout out to PG County. County. Yeah. yeah. PG County. Anytime somebody does that, oh, we got to call it out. Yeah, dude. We're, dude you're, the double we're, D's are from the good, PG County, brother. The gurus are based okay. out of PG. Yeah, we're, we're in the uh, Camp Springs, Temple Hills area. Oh, you're up there, man. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Shout out VG County. All right, sorry, dude. We'll get. Let's get back on track, man. Sorry, dude. <laughs> sorry about Sounds that. Good. Cool. Um, so, real quick, how is the retail side of music life at Island Music? And the reason I asked this to you, Jack, um, you know my background. You know, for a while yeah. we had to compete against each other. I, I kind of, you know, I learned how the music business worked, how the retail side worked. So. Oh, you know, I'm just asking how how's the retail side of music life treating you at Island? How are you dealing with everything, man? Oh, I'm loving it. It's probably I, know, I joke that it's like probably the only thing I'm actually good at. <laughs> um, you know, like I've I've worked in restaurants. I've tried. Uh, I did the substitute teacher gig for a while. Um, there's a lot of things I've tried, and I think when it all comes back to it. Uh, music retail is just one of those things I just feel like I have a natural knack for. I mean, I remember being like 15 years old uh, shopping at one of the earliest Highland Music locations and like telling Keith, like, you know, one day I'm going to work for you. And uh, and then here I am. Like, <laughs> that's, um, that's pretty cool. Love it, especially this time of year, like, um, you know, parents coming in and finding, like, what the exact thing their kid asked for, like, just seeing, like, how that impacts the family. They're just kind of like, yeah, this is awesome. You have that guitar. You have that drum kit. You have that synthesizer we were looking for. You have ukuleles. Um, it's great. And then especially, like, 
outside of the gift shopping time. Like anytime someone walks in and you can make their day, probably like even they're like, you can make that moment of their life that much special because you have like the exact piece they're looking for. Or maybe it's something it wasn't they're looking it wasn't that they were looking for. Um, it's just trying to be like the perfect match for them anyways. And they just fall in love with it. Um, I just love seeing that look on people's faces when you're like, yes, I just found my like life guitar. And that's just really cool. Yeah, isn't it great to see a family supporting a young person and uh, their musical endeavors? Isn't that just the, the reward of the job? Oh, it's so good, especially since we have this huge lesson program at Island Music. Um, it's great to see like the amount of families that come in through our sport day in, day out. Just And it, it, everyone knows each other. Like All the families know who we are. We know who they are. Uh, we know like what instrument their kids play in and who their teachers are. We, we can hear their progress coming from the lesson rooms. Um, and you can definitely tell like, you know, a family when they first come in to take lessons, like, you know, even just at the end of the month or the end of the second month of taking lessons, you can tell there's like a different impact on the family just from them being around that. Yeah, dude. Um, when I was up the street doing the deal up there, it's the same story up there with the people that are coming for lessons. And it's really cool. Um, I always remember the, the young kids that got their first guitar, and you see them yeah. progress. And the, the progression, it's like, oh, man, look at this little dude. He's getting awesome, you know? Because you, you can hear the lessons in the rooms, you know? It's cool. I just like, I, I missed that part, too, man. It was cool. And to get back to what you were just getting at, Jack, it's the sense of community where you know the teachers and you know the parents and there's a whole community behind that so there's a lot of support to get these young people to continue with what they wanted to do in the first place kid goes i want a guitar that's fine but without the support he's not going to keep playing it right and that's that's a great thing community is very powerful especially down here in southern maryland we need to support yeah and that's that kind of ties back to the whole, like, um, what drew me to coming back here was, like, Ohio was great. There was a lot of good stuff out there that I really enjoyed. But there's a totally di different atmosphere from being down here in Southern Maryland than anywhere else I've been to. Like, I mean, I've done a lot of traveling and a lot of, like, tour-related stuff. I've been uh, to the 42 states. And, like... I don't know, like, there's just, like, a totally different vibe right around here in the Southern Maryland area between all the different, like, local bands and the different venue spots that have popped up recently. Like, there's just something about the community down here between the arts and music that's different from anywhere else I've been. Yeah, it is definitely different. Um, I had my um, good friend, cool buddy Bobby, on earlier tonight, um, and he's, he's the wrestling guru. And we got Maryland Championship Wrestling that comes through town on a regular basis, and that's what he likes oh, to yeah. do. So, uh, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to make your show on the 19th because I'm going to with him to go see some wrestling. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. That's an okay excuse. Yeah. Now, um, now but, you, you, you might be able to persuade the other half of the gurus to come see your show if you sell it to me real quick. Ooh. 30 seconds. What was it? Sell him the right, show. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sell sell Albin the show to come see you on the 19th down in Fredericksburg. I mean, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> I 
that's that there okay. you go. He just served you, dude. Oh, how's the how's the food at this joint? Is the food any good? <laughs> All right, brother. Hey, um, we're we're coming up on the end, but I definitely want to get this last question in. Um, it's our signature question of the show. I call it best gig, worst gig. You can answer in okay. any order you want, but you got to answer both. Play my game. All right. Um, honestly, my worst gig was probably the one I just had this past weekend. Oh, wow. Uh, fresh. Yeah, fresh. We, we played this Toys for Tot show up in Baltimore. Okay. And uh, it was one of those things where, like, the guy, like the sound tech running, is like, oh, I got all this pro gear. I got all this stuff. I can do all these things. But then, like, I ran direct into their sound system, and everything that came out of the monitor in front of me just sounded terrible. And so eventually, like, I actually had to, like, change my settings on the board and then switch my guitars out because the pickups on the one I was using were, like, too high, like, of an output. So everything just was peaking, and it was just, like, popping in the monitors. Um, so I had to switch to my backup. I had to pull everything down on my system to make it work. Um, and then, like, we experienced, like, a pretty interesting technical difficulty. Uh, we used the Digitech drop pedals so that we can, like, change our tunings real quick without having to go through two or three different guitars for different tunings. Yeah, I'm familiar with that piece. And, yeah, and they're phenomenal little pedals. Um but when the venue has like a power issue and your drop pedal turns off mid-song, uh, then the rest of the band ends up playing in one key, but your guitar's tuned like back to the normal, like the standard setting, and now you're in something completely different. You just kind of have to like figure it out and get back to it. Got to trans. Um, you got to transpose quickly. Yeah, and uh, it was not easy. So eventually, we we figured it out. Um, and by figuring it out, I mean, we just did one guitar for that song. Um, <laughs> nice. Now that, that's our approach. And then we, yeah, and then we got everything else plugged back in and figured we just had to unplug it, plug it back in, and turn back on. Ooh, the restart. Um, yeah, so that was like the big thing. That was the issue with that one. Was, so that was, and then the, it was just really cold. It was like this, uh, they had all the gear lined up along the wall, but it wasn't like a full building. It was like an exterior wall. So like all this cold air and wind, just cold wind and rain just kept pelting uh, like guitar cases and stuff. So like nothing stayed in tuned on it because everything was just really cold. Yeah, um, that sucks. <laughs> I'll so, tell you, musicians are always worried about the climate control. <laughs> I... I, as soon as I walked in and I saw that well, this is where we play our guitars, I was like, I'm going to just not do that and just like hold my guitar like all night. <laughs> and then just, um, but yeah, so that was my worst gig. And that was, you know, the one that just happened. So I can say that if I've had that happen, it's done with. Um, all right. So what's best, your best gig? Best gig, man. Um, I'd say it was back when I was playing a Flying Jacob. Um, there was uh, over in Indian Head. There's a black box theater. Oh yeah. And uh, this girl, uh, her name's Chrissy. She booked a couple shows there for I don't know, like I think she did like once every other month. She only did two or three shows. Uh, and it was called the 
well, first one was something that was just kind of thrown together by us, and then the, the second one she threw, and it was like us, and I wish I could remember all the other bands that were on the show, but this band, this like crazy like metal band came down from like up over, I'd say maybe the Annapolis area, I could be wrong on that. Um, but it was crazy because it was like the spur of the moment where uh, Flying Jacob just kept getting booked with like all these metal bands. Um, but we weren't like a metal band at all. Like I wouldn't even call what Flying Jacob used to be hard, like a hard rock band. Like right now it makes sense that Flying Jacob book metal shows, but not with the music we used to play. Um, but it was really cool because it was like, it was just a really small, intimate kind of setting for a venue. And like there was really nowhere to hide. You know, like you go to some shows and people just stand in the back. But a black box theater, there's really no standing in the back because there's like rows of there's like the rows of seats everywhere. So everyone was just kind of forced to be right up around the front and kind of hang out with you. And it was really cool to just be like on their level because a black box stage is like no more than maybe a foot tall. Um, oh wow! It was just really cool to like be on the same level as everyone, but also still just like be sitting there like rocking out, and then everyone's just like right there. Just enough just enough off the ground to where you felt like you were on the stage. Yeah. And it's like, if they, if someone were to start booking shows and running sound and stuff there again, I'd totally go back and do it. Well, we um, need, we need to think about that. Cause that's a great little spot to do that. Yeah. And then, uh, it's little town of Indian head. They're doing some nice work over there. They got a new little coffee shop down there. That's pretty good. Yeah. The new coffee shop is great. Well, don't they yeah, have, like, the youngest mayor in the country right now, if I'm not mistaken? Well, they're, yeah, they do, and they're revitalizing the area slowly but surely. Yeah. But with the coffee shop showing up, you got the Black Box Theater, there could be a scene where you could actually have local music. And, you yeah. know, so we should look into that in 2019. Let's, let's see what we can yeah. do to get that done. Yeah, I mean, we could... Yeah, I mean, there needs to be, you know, like... You know, there's, there's a ton of music in the area, but it tends to be a lot of, you know, and nothing against it at all. I'm just going to say that outright. There's a lot of cover bands in the area. Um, and it's, if you want to do original music, you almost have to go to Baltimore. You have to go to Fredericksburg. You have to go to D.C. Um, but it wasn't always like that. There used to be a pretty decent scene down here for original music. We were yeah, all I'm in it. We were all in it. You're, you're talking to guys that were in that scene. <laughs> we were a part of that. So, yeah, yeah there was. No, let's leave. Yeah. It can be brought back. We yeah. can bring it back. I mean, definitely worth no, a yeah. couple calls. I'd, I'd love to see it brought back. Um, I think you just need more selling. Because bands from Baltimore used to come down here and play shows. Yeah. Um, and but right now, you know, bands from Baltimore probably don't want to go to St. Mary's. Just like people from St. Mary's aren't too crazy about driving to Baltimore. No, people in St. Mary's don't leave St. Mary's. Those dude. roads are connected, but they're way too long between each other. <laughs> I know. For it, sure. uh, when we played in Baltimore, uh, the drummer in my band, his name's also Jack. So you know, you got Dan and Dan. I got Jack and Jack. And uh, <laughs> that's awesome. I think he had like a, he had a two-hour drive from Baltimore show. Like it was a. Uh, the hype. It would have been cooler if one of your guys' names was, was Coke. You could be Jack and Coke. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you gotta be, you gotta oh, be a little clever, be nice. man. 
Jack and Jack doesn't work. Jack and Diane works. No, they got a pair of jacks. It's a poker. It's a poker thing. Pair of jacks. Pair of jacks. I got a pair of jacks. I raise you. Okay, I got a pair of queens. You're done. Hey, (laughs) it's all good, man. So we can look at that, and uh, hey, if Jack, if you wouldn't mind, um, I know you have uh, your own show kicking off, so. Would, yeah. you like, would you like to uh, plug that real quick for us? Yeah, so uh, it kind of started, so there's this, like, running joke among the staff at work, um, and we just, I don't, it's hard to explain, but we just kind of end up saying, you know, talking to Jack, because there's just this, we had this one customer who, uh, whenever he came in or called, he goes, you know, I was talking to Jack, and that just kind of became a thing. Um and so I started a podcast and I had, I forget what the original name was. And then that worked, you're like, you should change it to Talking to Jack. Uh, and so I did. Um, and I just relaunched the new series. Uh, the first episode posted early this morning. It's kind of like the, well, this morning being the December 18th. Um, and so it posted, uh, it's just like a real quick 12 minute, like, hey, this is my show. This is what's happening. Um, and what I'm really looking forward to is uh, I'm going to record most of the stuff at Island Music. Um, but what's really cool about this show is I'm interviewing, you know, like so many, like you guys do. And like, uh, there's another guy in the area named Chris Tondevold. He runs a podcast called Ambition Radio. Um, but, you know, I'm interviewing local musicians. Um, but I'm more focused on, you know, what gear they're using. Why did they choose that? Um, is there something about, you know, their band that they're in and the project they're in that made them choose that gear or is it just something they really loved and they wanted to find a way to work it into their project um and then I'm also going to try and sit down with like sales reps and product specialists from some of the music brands that we carry at Island Music so they can sit down and be like yeah you know this month we have this you know keyboard coming out or uh here's some of the new like product highlight product highlights from like the microphones that were coming things like that um, and I'm just looking forward to just having a show where I can just continue to talk to musicians about music and talk to, to companies about the gear that they have and uh, just kind of hopefully make something knowledgeable and worthwhile and see where it goes from there. Sure, sure. Why don't you go ahead and let us all know how to find that? Where, where, can, sorry, we, where can we hear this at, buddy? What's the website? What's the website? Oh, yeah, so... Um, I have a Facebook page It's just called Talking to Jack um, You can also Right now I think I have an episode Posted on Spotify uh, All you gotta do Is search Talking to Jack um, And I'm working on Getting this thing up On iTunes iTunes takes a little bit I think they take They're gonna take up Like two weeks To let me get anything Up there um, But yeah So it's on Spotify I'm on Facebook um, I'm excited My first interview That's posted in January uh, I have a guitar player From this band Called Steel Samurai And uh, They do video game music And so uh, They're like They're putting their new album out uh, At this uh, It's called Magfest And it's uh, It's Like this huge Festival I think he set up at, I think he set it up At the National Harbor um, But it's like This like Music and video games And anime convention Kind of thing um, and so they have like tons of music, uh, just based on all that kind of stuff. Uh, they do video game music. It's really cool. So I'm excited to sit with him and figure out more about what they're doing. Great. Well, we appreciate that, man. 
And, uh, you know, if anybody's listening, I'm sure, well, if anybody's listening, of course we're listening. God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Come on, man. Dude, you're, Jack, me, right? Jack, you're the fifth person we've talked to tonight. I've had a few beers. <laughs> I know, yeah. I saw the list. You guys got a lot of talking to do today. At this yeah. point, at this point, I'm feeling pretty good. It's a labor of love, Jack. So I got to say <laughs> real quick, and, uh, you know, we're going to wrap this up. Um, I still have the guitar I bought from you personally through a crypto no, nice. sale. Um, there's something wrong with the toggle switch. Can I return it? I mean, do you have like a buyback policy? Just kidding. Um, I love the thing. <laughs> Just it's so a, we're clear, this guitar was bought from me personally, not from Island Music Company. Well, that's, that's why right. I said, yeah, I know it was so, bought yeah. personally. Uh, <laughs> so I, I personally have a one day warranty plan. Very well. Well, I and, can't. Uh, it's, it's I gotta well hold that to you because so. you you brought it to me, so you delivered it. So that's worth something, right there. Um, there you go. <laughs> pleasure having you on, um, Jack. It's good. It's great you're back in the area. It's great you're working. It's great yeah, you're playing you. music, man. You get your own show going. Talking to Jack. If you guys please just check it out. If you uh, you want to come back on, we can do that. I would love to have you back on. Until then, I'm going to come in the store and I'm going to, you know, not buy anything, right. but I'm going to talk to you for two hours. Oh, you're that guy? Come on, man. I've always been that. Oh. I bought something last time I was in there a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Lord. But I can't say what it was because it might be for Christmas. Ooh. So anyway. <laughs> Christmas present. Awesome. Yeah, I don't know who got that commission. But... <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. We love what you guys do at Island. Jack, we love having you back in the area. Well, uh, if you, you get another open mic going, you know, I'll show up and listen, man. Yeah, I got to figure out a place to do that around here. Yeah, man. And, um, and any of them product reps that you can um, send my way for a, for a guest spot here or there, too, would be really, 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 really appreciated. All right. So it's all good here, dude. I appreciate you coming on with us tonight. Um, yeah. Thanks you're, for having me. You're definitely in the mix in the music scene down here in Southern Maryland. People know about you because you're at the store all the time. So, yeah, man, it's really rad that you spent some time with us this evening. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah, and we look forward to having you back, and we'll be seeing you in the store soon, brother. All right. You guys have a good night. Thank all you right, very Jack. much. Thanks right, a lot, man. buddy. See you, buddy. Later. See ya. All right. All right, wow. everybody, that was Jack McNutt. Yeah, Island Music and a guitarist in a year too late. You gotta right. check them out, man. Check them good. out. Pretty good, dude. Wow. Dude. It's been a hell of a night. Hell of a night, man. I mean, that's five guests, but it's the last show of 2018. Yeah, you gotta go big or go the fuck home. Right. Whoa, man. Word, language. Really? No, at, no, no. At this point, play. I can't just, drop an F-bomb? I'm just playing. Come on. Man. You know I I know. I have to ski hard time. Anyway, let's recap real quick. So we launched a couple weeks ago. Three weeks ago we launched. And the response has been overwhelming. We're going into the holiday break. Super excited and ready to get back to um, 2019. Or look forward to 2019. And see what happens with the show. We've got a lot of cool things planned. I do have a couple leads on some product reps. I didn't want to cross any kind of relationships. I think you'll find out when he hears this. Right, but that's fine. But it's all good. But I got two of my old contacts I've reached out to. I've heard back from them. So it's tentatively I got two guys 
scheduled for 2019. It's just what date and when, you know, all the details. Yeah, yeah. These are all surprises for 2019. We're we're just going to let you know there's things coming, but we're not going to let you know what they are until it's time to let you know. Right. And that keeps you engaged, keeps you checking the feed and seeing the post. Yeah, I love social media. There's that. So, I'm happy to announce, if I can, Mm -hmm. um, at the time of this taping, which is Tuesday, December 18th, I don't know what time it is. 9.34 p.m. Jesus Christ, I need to get some medium start. Um, So, at the point of this taping, which you won't hear for a few more days through broadcast, I am happy to announce that this show... Has busted over 500 likes. Wow. Considering we were at 170 yesterday morning. <laughs> yeah, man. It we picked up, up 400 likes, 400 plus likes in the last 24 hours. It's insane. It's insane. So thank you all for that. Right. And um, part of the 2019 surprise package is going to include kind of the dynamics behind all that activity. That, that's what makes it even killer. Even more cooler news, I mean. It's, all, it's really cool, man. Well, there's a lot of great things coming down the pipeline. It's going to be fantastic. We've got big things happening. We're going to, we're just going to, oh, you're going to be shocked. And, right. Shock and all. That's right, man. Um, what else can I say? But thank you guys for tuning in and checking us out and, and you know, seeing what we're all about, trying to just help out local musicians in the southern maryland market and 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 broader reach eventually you know we got to start small and keep it right and we're going to be playing for the home team for a while so if you go back four out of the five guests that we had on tonight are all southern maryland people that's right okay um besides bob cool buddy bobby um (laughs) all three are active musicians in the community that's right uh out there and on the grind and and doing their craft and we're here to help them out. They, they came on, they told their story, they, they put out their product and their brand, and we're all about them, and they're good dudes. That's right. And I'm just happy that, that the whole community's rallying around this show because we're trying to genuinely, well, I we're mean, genuinely helping the whole community out, and we're here to do it. The reason the whole community's rallying around the show is because we're going to rally, we rally around the community. Right. It's a symbiote system, man. We got to work together. We come up together. We get big together. We all do this together. There's going to be another scene down here that's going to blow up. I'm hoping, man. I'm hoping. There's no hoping. It's just we're going to make it happen. I'm down. I'm down. So I want to say to everybody personally, thank you for all the love and the support and the likes. And I want everybody to have a good holiday season. Enjoy with the families. And the best new year 2019 possible to prosper together. Let's all do this. Everybody, take care of yourselves. You got anything to add to that? Um, yeah, just to have a safe and happy holiday season. Keyword is safe. Ooh. Everybody, be diligent. Be on the lookout. You know, don't be in such a mad rush that you make a simple mistake that, that makes you unsafe. I mean, just be safe out there. That's it. I mean, it's really that's. Put your phone down and actually say hello to someone. 
Exactly. I mean, I'm all about my phone too. I'm guilty as charged. So don't think I'm trying to just shame people into not, you know, paying attention more because I, myself, it's got to start with me first. And that's going to be actually one of my New Year's resolutions coming up. I'm actively trying to get better by not being on my phone as much. I mean, it's probably going to fail miserably, but I'm definitely going to yeah. make, it, make it happen in the car. But the car that. is the main thing. You can't say it's going to fail miserably or else you already failed miserably. I know, I know. You can't make that decision off I the know. top of the head. All right, sorry. Bad form. Bad All right. Form. It's so, bad form, man. It's bad form. I'm put, sorry. Get your phone out of your face and actually get face-to-face with real people. Ask them how they're doing. Tell them, hey, the world, the, the, get. Jesus Christ, get off your phone. Yeah, man, and FaceTime does not count. FaceTime does not count. (laughs) I think I've rambled on. Yeah, me too. Hey, thanks for everything in 2018. We look forward to 2019. This is the Guitar Gurus with Dan and Dan, and we say goodbye. Goodbye.